He's like, Papa, I got him. I got the rabbit. He's like, Elvis, you ain't plugging the rabbit. You done plugged your papa. <laughs> Welcome to Tabletop. This is a podcast where four best friends talk about board games, video games, and random BS. I'm Dan. I'm Ritter. I'm Rainy. And I'm Kyle. Fuck Scrappy Doo. Oh. Scrappy Doo is a bitch. Scrappy Doo yeah. is the worst yeah. goddamn character. Yeah. I'm glad you agree with what me. What are you yeah. wrong with Scrappy Doo? I would. I yeah. take him out. Let me at him. <laughs> let me at him. That's I'll it. Get him away. What are you talking about, Scoob? Come on. What are you guys? Is that is that is that your attempt? Is that Scrappy? Scrappy yeah, that was Morty. Attempt at it. He just did Morty. Poppy Power. Yeah, pretty much. He's like, he's New York Morty. He would be a version of Morty <laughs> if it was from a place where the Mortys exclusively talk like accent. New York. Do you sure remember he how he sounds? What are you talking about? No, because as a kid when Scrap... Yeah, that's how he sounds. He goes, Poppy Power! Yeah, he does that. But like much higher pitched. And the let me at him, let me at him, because he's the antithesis of Scooby and Shaggy always wanting to run away. As soon as they decided in Scooby-Doo, it's like, you know what? Let's get rid of three-fifths of the cast and keep those guys. These guys are what people are really after. And we need a tiny buddy sidekick to make them do things. Yeah, those, I mean, those episodes were always the worst as a Scooby kid. That Scooby and Shaggy movie where they went to that all-girl monster school was, like, my favorite Scooby-Doo thing ever, though. So. Whoosh. What are oh, you talking yeah, about? they went to, like, Indeed. I don't know if it was an alternate universe or just, like, a place they were at. Shaggy was in a red t-shirt instead of a green one. But they Crossing went, the to, this, they went mm. to this all-girls monster, like, boarding school, and they were, like, helping out there, I think. And there were a bunch of fun, quirky little monster girls, like a little mummy girl and a little Frankenstein girl. And they were, like, fighting in this volleyball tournament against the all boys. Like, I think it was, like, a summer camp now that I'm thinking about it. And it was super enjoyable. Yo, hit me up if you guys remember this, because it was my favorite. And I think one of them was named, like, Gulina and stuff. And it was, like, really fun and cute. And they had a day where the parents came in and everything. And it was, like, all the big... Like villains like Dracula and Frankenstein and stuff were there and they were just like loving doting parents that were like, there's my little girl. And it was really cute, super fun characters, incredibly enjoyable. Shaggy and Scooby were like really scared at first because they were like, monsters. But then they were like, right. Ah, we love these. Are they just, are they just like a form of like, prejudiced in that universe where monsters exist yeah they were like that was the whole thing in the movie is that they were really prejudiced <laughs> against them to begin with and then they were like ah oh, we were rude to you we're sorry you guys are cool monsters and we like you a lot <laughs> could you imagine like like the uh the propaganda like a good monster is a dead monster i'm alex jones these goddamn draculas are trying to take over the world <laughs> the globalist draculas working with the globalist illuminatis is that not what he says? Does he not have vampire theories? <laughs> oh my god, I think he might have a couple vampire theories. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was already an established thing. I didn't think that was too, like, out of the realm of possibility. Maybe. Maybe. I do want to loop back to the Scrappy-Doo hate in that, uh, you know the live-action movie, Scooby-Doo, where they go to Monster Island, and uh, they go to that theme park, and it turns out the big villain at the end is Scrappy-Doo. Yep. Vaguely? Oh, yeah. Well, he, like, powers this man robot, and he pretends to be, like, the leader of this, 
amusement park where he has invited all the gang and it's they're stealing the souls of everyone there and compiling them into this basin and replacing them with these monsters that can't be out in the daylight so they inhabit the bodies of these people and are the minions of this man and at the end it turns out the man is scrappy doo in a perfect man suit and he gets out and he absorbs all the souls and becomes this giant monster that tries to brutally murder Scooby-Doo and the others. And it's up to Scooby-Doo to get his soul back and also to free the souls of the other people trapped. And so he does. And then Scrappy-Doo goes to prison. And uh, <laughs> Dog I'm prison serious. or people's prison? I'm pretty sure it's a people's prison. Oh, Scrappy ain't going to do good in there. <laughs> uh, this movie was made because the guy who made it hated Scrappy-Doo so much that he dedicated himself to making a movie where Scrappy-Doo was the biggest villain and terrible person. And since then, Scrappy-Doo has not been in a single (laughs) Scooby-Doo-related thing. Except in the newer series where they go to a Scooby-Doo-themed museum and there's a statue of Scrappy-Doo and Daphne gets really scared and Fred goes, don't look at it, we don't talk about that anymore, and walks away. Like, he single-handedly and with full intentions destroyed Scrappy-Doo from canon. Absolutely eviscerated him. Because he's on the right side of history. Yeah, there was even a flashback in the movie he made where Scrappy-Doo pissed all over Daphne's lap. And they ditched him on the side of the road. <laughs> like, he yeah. hated Scrappy-Doo so much, his only goal was to destroy him forever. And he succeeded. And for that, he deserves a purple heart. That Give that man a purple heart. That, but, uh, that that's not what those are awarded nope, for. Nope, he deserves Nope, that's, that's he, not what you award. Order him two now. He, give him a no, Nobel no, Peace that's Prize not what you get and a purple those. heart. <laughs> no, you, so, you uh, get the purple heart for getting hurt. He got hurt, uh... I'm sure he probably got a paper cut at some point making that movie. And you know what? He, he got that as a sacrifice. <coughs> okay. Art. I, all right. You, so what brought up Scrappy Doo? I just really hate Scrappy Doo. Oh, thinking right. about it. He is an I, I was just thinking about it. Mm. It's a good so, movie. I would recommend watching it. I'm looking at the live action Scrappy Doo thing. Yeah. Did you guys ever play Arkham Asylum? Yep. Joker at the, like the Joker at the end of Arkham when he's all Bane oh. juiced up. That's exactly yeah. what Scrappy Doo looks yeah, like. Scrappy Doo with Bane juice. Giant, <laughs> incredibly buff, and he gets like a deep voice, and he's like Scooby. So he's just, he's just, he's just the Joker. Scrappy Doo on Venom. <laughs> and uh, the body he was inta- inhabiting was the guy who plays like Mr. Beans. Mr. Beans. Mr. Bean. Oh. Sorry. Mr. I don't know Bean? why the plural, th- plural threw me off. Beans? <laughs> Mr. Bean, you know him? Yeah, I know Mr. Bean. Yeah, he's, he's the robot man. <laughs> he sells the beans. Yeah, it's, it's just Scrappy-Doo <laughs> inside of Mr. Bean being like, well, hold on, there's okay. oh, lima beans? I, I want to see... Bacon beans? This Venn diagram. Oh. I thought it's, you wanted, said you wanted to see this movie, and I was like, bro, we can watch it tonight. Load it up. No. We can no, watch we it not tonight. watching a movie. <laughs> Another movie for <laughs> the Ritter happening. Movie tonight. Club. Negative. Ain't happening. Okay. So, uh, Mr. Bean, Pee Wee Herman. Same person, right? No. No. Nope. One okay, n- maybe not got... the same exact human being, but they're the same character right yeah. that's the uh, same thing no they do the same i think mr bean no. is more bumbling and peewee is just more juvenile chaotic peewee's chaotic, right? chaotic neutral and mr bean's like slapstick lof- kind of 
in my opinion. Slap stick's not a D and D alignment though. Oh, uh, lawful slapstick. Lawful slapstick. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you want to talk about weird alignments? Okay, they got alignments in the Fate series. They do stuff like that. Like this one is like a chaotic housewife or something like that. <laughs> like I'm not lying. I'm pretty sure that's what the berserker Tamamo is. Is like chaotic housewife. How how do you? I I guess one chaotic. of the alignments is like just sword. Like it's <laughs> it. not lawful sword. Or lawful e- sword, evil sword. Yeah, neutral sword. They do that. They, Art they, or, madness is one. So you can have chaotic madness or lawful madness. Don't I don't I don't uh-huh. know. I can't answer the questions. I want to be chaotic, lawful. Right. Well, that's neutral. Nope. <laughs> you just follow all of the laws chaotically, though. Yeah, chaotic, I follow the chaotic. laws, but like, chaotic. they're my laws. You don't <laughs> know what laws. Evil. You don't know what laws I'm following. That's because I've made them up, but I am following but does them. Happen, as an as electric long as body, you have to your uh, own laws. It's lawful evil. No, I want it to be like just chaos stuff, like like um. Like it, in I sh- only boil pasta on Saturdays, and I follow that law to a T. And no, you're like, madness. why? And it's like, well, it's my it's my law. I'm chaotic lawful. I have to follow the law. I got a good twist on this. It has oh. to be a law an elective body of people have made somewhere at some point in time. It's like you're never allowed to spit out your gum on the street because in Singapore it's like a two thousand million dollar fine. There's like a state where blowjobs are still pretty illegal. So. That's a bad state. Hey guys from that state. <laughs> I mean, There's nobody a, follows that law, of course, mm, but... The blowjob police. I mean, maybe the blowjob police. I, you think maybe that's like every police officer's wife uses that as an excuse? Honey, I can't They would break have the to law. arrest them. That's honey, entrapment, though. Honey, I can't break the law. <laughs> no, I don't care if it's your birthday. It's the law, honey. And then she just goes to bed. Poor Judge Dredd. <laughs> I am the law. No, he doesn't have a dick. That's a Judge Dredd has a dick. It's a trade off of being the law is that you just don't get a dick. Robocop doesn't have a dick, but Judge Dredd has a dick. Mm, he had to give it up when he became the law. Mm. Judge Dredd's a eunuch. It popped you off when he became the law. Mm. If he ever quits being the law, he can reattach it. Does it just like go back does. on? Okay. It does. It's like one of those little suction cup things that you lick and stick to a window. <laughs> R slash bad male anatomy over here. (laughs) I wish you could see Ritter's face. (laughs) He looks so upset. He looks like he just sucked on a lemon. Oh. Uh, (laughs) No, not. That's illegal in most states. (laughs) What what was the alignment thing? Because I lost it when I brought up my own thing that I thought was weird. Uh, I lost it too, but I was just thinking about chaotic housewives. Yeah. Are they just cleaning everything? Broke everything. Are they like vacuuming the ceiling? No, it's... Are they just, like, getting all the kids' lunch ready, but well, it's, like, maybe June? she doesn't do, like, any of the chores. Like, the Ooh. dishes have been piling up for three weeks, and that'd she's, That'd be like, an evil housewife? Would that be well, evil? That be... Or does she, like, poison the food? Now, evil is self-serving, I think. Mm. Good is serving others. What if she just puts, like, rainbow sprinkles in the spaghetti or something? Oh, man, that's chaotic. Yeah, I made you just dinner, and it's... It's, it's clown imagine spaghetti. It's, it's you're trying to accomplish... <laughs> Being the best possible housewife stereotype, but doing it in a chaotic manner, like going way overboard. Class Everything spaghetti. is so, like lifting up the couch to sweep underneath of it, and then unscrewing one of the legs to where it's like off balance if you sit on one side, 
and it's her side. It tips right? over a little What's bit. The point? No, that would be like if the couch was lopsided, you take all the legs off of it, and now it's good. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So that's too, your that's your chaos solution. Is it like whenever the leg broke off of our couch and we replaced it with a cinder block? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's a bit of ingenuity there, but yeah. Uh, your it your works. TV setup is on the ceiling. You have to lay down on a bed that's in the middle of the living room in order to watch it. Yeah, that could be done. That that might that might qualify. I'm not yeah. crazy oh. positive. But she uh, has dinner ready for you when you get home, but it's served in a PVC pipe. Mm, you have to drink it. Mm, no, it's. Mm, I don't know. Like I said, I I can't answer these questions. I only know from reading. It's from the, all that. It's it's from the mobile game. What if all your food came in a pipe for me? You just had to slurp it out, no matter what it was. Mm, uh, I wouldn't mind drinking just food. an IV, It'd right? Be great if it, no, no, no. Like I'm talking like a pipe, probably. I mean, like IV is technically a, a pipe. A few inches in diameter, and you just like put your mouth around it and like. I don't think you can actually do that as a human. I think you could. I don't think you have the possibility to do so, Why? or the, the capability to do so. Why? I think it's too much force of lung for such a large thing. Nah, that's just silly. What if it's meatballs? No, then <laughs> you also run the risk of inhaling the thing that you're trying to swallow, which would just probably no, kill you eventually. part of the risk. Today I swallowed half a chicken nugget without chewing, and it scraped down my throat. And, well, yeah, uh, it'll do that. Hurt? I wouldn't recommend it. Hurt? I'm pretty sure there's just a big uh, chicken nugget formed scrape down my throat now. Why do you do that? I got too zealous about McDonald's. Yeah, true food. I was going to say, where did you get even nuggets? Because you're not at the Wendy's anymore, but right. You could have just gotten nuggets. Those nasty nasty recreation. Man, I can't speak. I haven't eaten at Wendy's since I stopped working there, and it's beautiful. That's fair. It's beautiful. In fact, I tried to give them a pizza the other day for free, and they said no. Can I say, we went through the drive-thru. It was very awkward. Kyle and I went through the drive-thru. I'd just gotten off work at Pizza Hut. There's some lore about me. Um, and they, like, we're going to throw away this large pizza because it already had sauce and cheese on it. At the end of the night, anything with sauce and cheese on it has to just go in the trash. Like, I've seen them throw, like, ten pizzas away a night sometimes. And I always feel guilty. So I took this one even though I didn't want it. And I went through the Wendy's drive-thru. And I was like, hey, oh, boy. It's me, Rainy. I got I got free pizza. You want free pizza? And one of the girls working was one of the girls I hadn't interacted with much because she was like night crew and I was morning crew. And she's like, one moment, please, mm-hmm. in a polite mm-hmm. voice. And I was like, okay. And we waited for like three minutes. And then she came back and went, no, thank you. And I was like, what? Yeah, what? it's it's a free pizza. There's like. Five I of wouldn't you in accept there. free Nobody pizzas. Free... I worked there, though. They knew me. Luckily, one of the employees I was s- in the parking lot, and I was like, hey, yo, bitch, you want this pizza? And she was like, fuck yeah, I want this pizza. It was stuffed crust. I was giving them a free, large stuffed crust pizza. So, that shit's like $17. I've been working at my current job for about two and a half, three years, and if one of my cube mates was like, yo, I just brought, I brought this pizza from home i had too many pizzas this is my home pizza you want it i'd be like no pizza hut pizza or like he was just like yeah i just got this pizza hut pizza last night at the here if he brought pizza outside that we didn't order for lunch okay what if or he was, like, was ordered for us for lunch i would be like no what if he's like this is my second job uh i no. worked at pizza hut before this i just came from pizza hut and i brought this pizza with me you want it this is the, the difference i don't know how close you are with your coworker. Uh, my coworkers at Wendy's, like, we've talked intensively about, I know, like, most about their sex lives. 
like we yeah, were yeah. close <laughs> enough to talk about that. So I drank after all of them. They drank after me. Like we would just pass around. Hey, you want to try my new energy drink? They'd pass it around like five people. I'd take it back. I'd drink. Like, I don't give a shit about that kind of stuff. I know. I can see you guys. I don't give a shit about that stuff. The other day, I've been at this job for, what, less than a month now? I got a new energy drink. I turned to a guy that I don't know very well. Went, you want to try this? And he went, yeah, thanks. Took a drink. I took it back and continued drinking. You don't drink after people you don't know. You don't know what. It's fine. I've always been like this. If you I'm get things, so and I will get things. <laughs> right, Kyle. And if Kyle gets yeah. things, I'll get things. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? What? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't know. It's fine. I want to worry about it. It's fine. I mean, it's how not much harm great. can come from drinking a, a drink after somebody? What are the odds? Why do you think I don't ever I know do? you don't. <laughs> Because you, there's risks involved. There's a certain that you level. you can just not have to deal with being, uh, <laughs> now I am plague ridden. Or you could have just not. <laughs> nah, like, it's an grade, easy we were, choice. Like, sharing lipstick and chapstick at school. Like, you don't do girls. that either. There's a, uh, there's it. a level of social link you have to unlock. Like, at yeah. least social link eight before you can drink after somebody. Nah, uh, as long as, if I've known them for a couple, like a week and had a good conversation a week? with them once. A week? I <laughs> <laughs> you can find out stuff about people like years later that you had no idea and you're like oh that's crazy not cool uh well <laughs> a lot of I, people i drank after at my old job did drugs but that's fine dan has just gone full yeah. on praise the sun hands in the air me. i'm gonna tipo so hard i'm so I, I mean it's i don't think it's a big deal to just drink after people all right it's it's a can be. Deal. i'm i'm, I'm not putting a nail in this conversation and you wonder why you got sick so often we're done oh, we're done fine. here we're moving on oh, dan no. what have Ritter's you done with your upset. life lately what have i done yes me yes ah uh, yes <laughs> Uh, other than work, not a whole lot. Um, what did you buy? That's top secret. What do you mean it's top secret? <laughs> I, I. Dan doesn't want the government to know. I got a promotion at work, and I had a treat myself moment. Ooh. I'm, I'm, I'm now. Is this even? Is this even registering as I'm audio? Now on the the is even a little bit. Is it? Is, <laughs> so if you look at the total pole of. The totem pole of the corporate Visual structure jokes. where I work at, if it's like Mortal Kombat, I'm not the first guy you fight, but I'm the guy above that. So I'm like the, like Baraka or, I don't know. I haven't seen a Mortal Kombat fight pull in a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know permission. what order it goes in either. Yeah. I, I forget, but I'm, I'm the second tier. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do maybe like 20% of your hip. You're hip gonna bar. block. I'm gonna, I learned how to block, essentially. Yeah. You're not gonna just walk and not block. You're gonna <laughs> just actually walk block. forward, punch, walk backwards, walk forwards. Right. You you have some modicum of skill now. Nice, nice. So uh, I purchased a bunch of computer parts, and I'm gonna put those computer parts together and shake them around a bit. I'm a computer, and I'm, I'm a computer. Thus begins the cycle known as Dan's PC blog. You heard it here first. This is episode one, of Dan's PC blog. <laughs> we will we will update this continuously as it goes on so, with new information. Uh, simultaneously, I'll be starting my Rainy's PCP blog, and that's going to be far more chaotic. What is it? Just you drinking what? after people who've taken PCP? 
Maybe. Oh, the drug PCP. Wait, you guys thinking about the pipe or something? It's a drug. That's PVC, too. first of all. Yeah. Oh, you guys are just looking at me like, what? I, I didn't know what you were talking oh, about. Oh, man. Way to concrete sh- shoes my joke, Ritter. Way to concrete shoes my joke. Yeah. The hardest sandbags. Yeah. yeah, that's what those are. No, not oh, sandbags. Nope. Concrete you shoes. Concrete shoes. <laughs> with my the fishes. Right. Way to uh, swim with the fishes, my joke. I, I, <laughs> right. I, suppo- I suppose people out there are probably curious about parts and components. No. And if so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, wow. like, I'm not sure how to. Heavy concrete shoes. <laughs> I can't get it. What? Yeah, no. I, I thought I had a list on my phone. <laughs> All right. Well, what? What? <laughs> I was, I was gonna, I was gonna, gonna go through the full components. specs. Oh. Not the full. This AMD processor has 3.6 gigahertz naturally and can be overclocked to 4.2, which you don't want to do. You just don't overclock it. You don't need that. I don't, I don't need that. Ruins the longevity of the, of the piece. I have to keep it properly fans. cooled though. It's got a glass side. It's got cool that, computer circuitry inside. Can I play that's my, my monster case. dating game on it? You probably could. You okay. probably run two I, instances at full specs. Only two? Probably more than two if it's like a. Text. I could run two on my laptop on both monitors. Right now. Oh, and both get more monitors. Simultaneously playing two instances. Hmm, get maybe. all the monitors. Two windows. Do. I don't know. That, that was that was my guess. I could say you could healthily do that without hurting it. Ah, maybe you could do more. I don't if know. it stays cool, you can do whatever you want. You can date Scott true? and Polly at the same time. Exactly. I still haven't got anyone to play that game. What is it with you and monsters lately? Have you been on like like a phase or a kick or something like that? I'm rubbing off on them. That you know what? (laughs) Kyle (laughs) likes monsters that will beat him up. I like monsters that I can fuck. Why not both? Oh, you're right. Best of both worlds. There is a super buff character they added to the monster prom that I'm like, I will die for this bitch. (laughs) But uh. I don't know. I've always been into monsters. I want someone to play the PvP with me. That way I can fucking wreck them and steal There's the PvP monster date. in a dating game? Yeah, there is. You can either... you can, It's multiplayer, up to four players. How is it multiplayer? You can connect if you also have the game. You can also play uh, on the same computer, but it's a little confusing because it's like split keyboard. But uh, you exist in the same school... And you can either date separate people and just like exist, or you can go after the same monster and fight for their love and attention. What if you just don't like, what if you're like, you know what, I'm okay being single because I'm in high school. You can do that too. You can go to Good. prom on your own. That, you can just exist, I guess. That's how, that's how it should be. Yeah, you're perfectly you within your keep them children separated. But. I don't know. I want to yeah, fight. Yep. And then <laughs> Hannah won't buy the game though to fight me, so. If anyone out there owns Monster Pum and uh, e- email tablestopcast at gmail.com, I'll play with you. Tablestopcast at gmail.com. Uh, please, How are you going to play via mail? <laughs> Is this like, Civ 2? Right, it's like, online computer game. What I, do you mean? You told me it was local. No, it can be. It, I mean, you can use the same keyboard, but it's a little I'm confusing. I'm to take my turn to date this monster. Right. Open up Gmail. Oh no, they haven't taken their turn yet. Exactly. <laughs> I got to like get on aim and chess. No, <laughs> like, you can also play like online. Okay, that makes yeah, a little more sense. Hit me up, uh, please. Just let me have Vera. Just let me have her. Don't fight me for her, please. There's so many others. Please, just let me have her. That's all I got. Okay. (laughs) 
Yeah, so new computer. Uh, real quick of what I can remember, I got a uh, Radian. Is it Radian? What is it called? Your processor? Yeah, I don't know what it's you AMD. Got. It's AMD. Um, I think it's the uh, 2600B. It's like a six core. You have an AMD Ryzen 5 2600X. Yeah, Ryzen. Six gigahertz, six core processor. And then my graphics card is a NVIDIA GTX 2060. Yeah, six gig on, uh, yeah. I'm glad you had the list up because I couldn't bring it up on my phone. <laughs> yeah, slots in PCI Express. You got two PCI Express yeah. slots. You can do RAID configuration if you really wanted to. I don't know if I want to, but you I had to make that decision. Th- that's a bit excessive. That's, that's like, uh, that's like, well, or not welfare. That's the opposite of what I was going to say. Trust fund kid PC tech there. Yeah. You go on, you ever been on like r slash PC builders or nah. PC gaming? It's just, Trust fund kids are like, yeah, this is my $7,000 rig. I put it in oil. Right. The whole thing is suspended in oil. Yeah. I've seen them do that. And it's like, oh, you don't need that, though. No, but you can. But yeah, it actually wasn't too pricey, either. I, th- I think I did a good job picking some cheap parts and yeah, some room for uh, for growth there. If I want to throw in a new processor down line or some more RAM or what have you. Right. So this is going to mean I'm going to be playing a lot more PC games, so... My haps are probably be focused on like, yo, I've actually got a chance to play Doom. It was real fun, or you know, <laughs> games that would, you know, Stuff catch that my. You could have played on a Windows XP machine. But no, 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 the new Doom. Yeah. Oh, new Doom. New Doom. Right. I was thinking play, instantly. I went Monster back. Hmm? You want to play Monster Problem? I don't think my computer can handle that. <laughs> Monster Hunter. <laughs> I could. Is that on the PCs? Ooh, it's on the PCs. It is it's on the PCs. I didn't know. Then you would Kyle, see it on the PC. You need to follow me. I can be your Sherpa of this mountain. Sure. Just let me first make sure the path is safe and also make sure all the components I I got work and <laughs> I don't run into any problems like it. Because I built a PC like six, seven years ago. And it was kind of a terrible experience, but I also was trying to get by with a not completely legitimate copy of Windows. Hmm. Yeah. And my motherboard and my case had shorts in them. I think I had to go through a different power supply, too. I had a lot of problems. Well, the problem is, I can't afford this plane ticket to the mountain of which you are Sherpa-ing. Yeah, that would be an issue. <laughs> you know what? Let future you deal with it. That's what I did. Yeah? <laughs> this is a problem for future me. Yeah, future me got it. I'm okay, sure. And now for the counter-argument to this that will get me hate by all of the one person who could possibly hate this, uh, get a pre-built. Just you know what? A get a pre-built. Just buy it. Okay. It's going to cost a bad. you probably 500-ish more dollars, Try- depending. Unless you get like a Black Friday sale, then you're only mm. probably getting more like $200 like extra. $500 I don't have to spend. This is true. So, but money. it will it work. Yes. And it will just work. And it will be beautiful, and you just sit it on your desk, and it just works. So Ritter's absolutely correct, and that is what I was going to initially do. But... Well... If one thing's wrong with it, you gotta send it all back. Which is two, you don't have the joy of building it. I, I kinda like, I was gonna go pre-built. I was like, screw it, I'm never gonna build another computer again. But I still remember like, yeah, it's kinda fun picking out your parts. And it's so stupid easy to build a PC now. PC part picker, it has, you cannot buy, well, you can if you're real dumb and don't read, but it, it will have compatibility for all your parts. You just buy the parts. Make sure you're grounded by either touching a piece of metal or putting on like a rubber mat. Put the things where it says you have a little schematic, plug the things in, bam, boom. Yeah. 
But I mean, I've I've watched people put them together, like on YouTube and in real life before, and I've messed with uh, their own hardware in my laptops before. I like I can do it. Yeah, and but Ritter's also right though. If something's DOA, there's like there's warranties and stuff to send it back. Yeah, to do it, usually right? about a month. Exactly. And then you buy. Yeah, I'm on Ritter's side. I would just buy a pre-built one. That's you too just much buy work. one off of Best Buy. Wait till Black Friday. <laughs> like it's a wonderful thing. You go. That's exactly what I did. I think almost two years ago now. Thing I had, well, yeah, two years. The PC I have is a beast. I will not need to replace this thing for probably another three or four years, <laughs> unless something yeah. catastrophically bad happens yeah. to it. Well, three things against that. One, I'd like to save as much money as I can. Two, I actually already have some of the parts for one. I have a RAM and a hard drive already. And three, I don't remember what my third point was. So <laughs> the other reason why I didn't go with a pre-built is. Sometimes, depending on where you get it, you can get a PC where they used like a cheaper motherboard or a cheaper version of the graphics card. You you can run into situations where they just get like garbage components and throw it together. Oh, I know that because the Ooh. laptop I have right now, my folks got it for me as a present, like maybe about a decade ago at this point. <laughs> when I first got it, I it fried three motherboards, and I sent it back. And every time, I had to wait for two weeks for them to replace the motherboard on it and give it back. And it fried the motherboard three times, and like once it came back the third time, I was like, "All right, if it fries again, I like I don't want it. I don't want it back. I just want money back for it." And then they finally got me a better one. That was probably the time that they actually replaced the motherboard. They probably just like looked in it, said, "Eh, whatever, fine. Give them new power supply. Send it out," and it didn't work again. Yeah, because you'll have people do that. That's a real thing. Mm, I, see. I had somebody work on a laptop of mine forever ago when I was in college. And uh, he brought a new motherboard with him because he thought he was going to have to change it out because it was, like, freaking out. It um, it blue screened, so it was like something bad was happening to it. Hmm. Uh, and he just switched out the power supply, and it worked. He was like, oh, okay, you're good. See ya. And left the motherboard. Oh. So I was like... All right, see you later, man. Bye. And uh, a couple weeks later, it did the same thing, and I didn't touch it for a while. And that is where I first learned how to take a laptop apart. <laughs> I replaced the motherboard myself, and it works to this day. I first learned how to take one apart whenever I found out that overcharging a battery is a thing. I had to drain the the, uh, the battery on my laptop. Uh, I called the uh, customer support, and they're like, "Oh yeah, common common thing. You got to take the back off. You got to hold like the emergency power button on the." Then you gotta hold it and drain the battery and then replug it back in. That's not really a problem nowadays, though. That's more yeah, of an I think older they fixed that. Thing. Yeah. Now, no, that was way back. Yeah, now you can leave it plugged in for days, weeks. I mean, I never unplug mine. The only time it gets unplugged is when you unplug it, actually, to like move it, or because you still kind of have that overcharge thing ingrained in you. But yeah, well, I will, still not I leave it all that great form, but it's less to a de- to a lesser degree than what it was. Ah, it's fine. I've always done it. I've never had any problems. Fair enough. Yeah, mine uh, that I bought a couple of years. I have a laptop as well. It uh, it's pretty much always on power, and it hasn't had any issues. I don't think that batteries can be overcharged anymore. I'm pretty sure they have a smart thing in the power supply that says, "Up, oh, not taking any more amperage. Just back it off. No, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Just run it straight. Whatever. Maybe it's in yeah, the computer they itself. Yeah, they fix that. They fix that stuff with the newer models. That was more of an older. Yeah, thing. if it was ten years ago, all bets are off. No yeah. technology but and PCs have come so far in ten years. It's like even in the six years good. between that build and and my my new build, like yeah, it's going to be a whole new world. Yeah, it's I would like to build one too because not only to play with you guys, but 
with my buddy that just came back into town recently. He's, he's going to be like... What's his code name? Still, uh, his code Homeless name? Homeless Jesus? Homeless Jesus. That's a good one. Homeless, Homeless Jesus. Jesus. All right. Homeless Jesus. Yeah, he was came a back cool dude. Recently. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, he's, he's a big PC gamer. And now that he's not roaming the countryside, climbing and hiking... Homeless like, Jesus is going home. So that... Yeah. I guess his name doesn't make that much sense anymore. <laughs> but... <laughs> oh, well. But it, it does right now. Homebound Jesus. Homebound, Homebound Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one even better. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, the other couple things I did, we'll probably discuss. We'll we'll discuss properly in in what we played together. But uh, Richard Nixon was in. Ritter and I played Raccoon Tycoon, which I then instantly bought. We'll talk more about that later. I was impressed with I was the good. speed with which you bought the game. I liked it that much. I am surprised because I thought it was all right. I didn't think it. It was not an instant buy for me. Because I felt like it was a gameable game, if that makes sense. Uh, but maybe that's just part of it. Maybe that's just one thing we ran into. Because uh, we we played it with Homeless Jesus, Gunman. And, oh, you played it again. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I, okay. I showed them it. So that's why I'm going to save. I'm save it for what we played together. Day. Yes, I did. I had prior obligations. We also played another game, which I mean, didn't. It's really good, but I didn't want to get it because our group's not big enough, I don't think. Called Captain Sonar. Not Sonar. Captain Sonar. It's a difference. It's a difference. Um, you want to get into that? Or do you want to save that? For, what are we saving it for? Uh, when we get to the What We Played section. But that's going to be filled with things. So let's just get into it now. Just do it now. Run it live. Do it. Alright. Two teams of four are on opposing subs. Uh, there's a captain's position, first mate, engineer, and uh, radio operator. And it's a collaborative game where you're trying to find and sink the enemy sub. And the components are like, there's four mats that are dry erase and on each side. And in the middle, there's like a, a board, a screen, so you can't see the other people's. So the captain calls out like a direction that they're going northeast, southwest. Your radio operator marks on the map and tries to like figure out where on this map that enemy sub is. And there's just a couple mini games. It reminds me a lot of Puzzle Pirates. Yes, it's yeah, basically Puzzle Pirates is something that I could liken it to very easily. Um, and yeah, there's there's two variants of this now as well. There is a real time variant, and there is a turn based variant. So I'm very interested to see a full on. I think you could pull it off with three and three, all right. Yeah, but four and four would probably be the ideal. It would be chaotic. Because then you would actually have to be listening very closely to what is being said. At least you got to be listening to that enemy captain, making sure you're getting those those markings. Well, you got to listen to your own captain too, because the the way it operates is so you've got your engineer, and they are every time the captain decides to move in a direction, they have to check off a box, and it's this kind of like grid looking thing, and depending on what they check off or what they move through it will determine if you can't use a system. And that affects the first mate most uh, pressingly. they also the ones who keep track of damage. You have four life points, take them all, you're dead. So the first mate is checking the systems. He's got like an offense, a, a suit, not really defense, more of like a, a location-finding system, and then a defensive system, I would call them. Yeah, um, there's like a torpedo, a mine... 
Uh, there's a drone, some sonar, so you can get at least a little bit of an idea where, where the enemy is. Right. I feel like the drone and sonar were less useful if you had a good radio operator. Yeah. What? Dronar. What? What? (laughs) Wait. What? Fantastic commentary from Ray. I will not explain my art. (laughs) I will apologize for art. Anyway, Uh, yeah, you've only got the two offensive systems of mines and torpedoes. Two finding and two defensive yeah, well, you've got the silent running, which is good, which is your pretty much your only defensive option. If stuff is bad, you have to have silent running up, or you're probably just going to get pegged to death. It costs like five turns to... Up- Man, what a dream, it. though, to get pegged to death. Am I right? What? <laughs> am I right, boys? Am I going to have to write you out of this segment? Are you going to say, am I going to write you up and call your parents? <laughs> You're going to the podcasting principal's office. Yeah, po- who's the podcast principal? Oh, the podcast principal. Principal podcast, that's Frank, what you call me. Frank is. Oh, uh, you have to go to Frank's office. Frank's, milk Frank's, office. Frank's naked right now. I was looking at her earlier. She looks Stop. wild. Quit. She's nude. Stop. She doesn't have her little collar on. Her little collar was old and... and she looks so she's wild. She's so happier without it. She looks so feral. Well, our cats don't have. Color. But yeah, that's that's basically Captain Sonar. It's a good cooperative, competitive. I've heard good things about it. I have been debating on picking up a copy. It's like forty bucks. That's not bad at all. It'd definitely be like uh, we have to get gunman and, and the crew involved. Yeah, see, I would have picked that up way before I got Tycoon. Just in my opinion of it, I thought that was much more of an enjoyable game because there is nothing like uh, running around as the captain. And understanding is like, oh, I got him. I found him. There they are. Shoot the guns. Guns. Fire. Fire. I do want to do the, the non-turn based one. That's right. going to be crazy. Because there's a lot more places to move on the map. Ooh. But every time you move, you're giving them information on your position, but you're also charging your systems. So you can't just not move. Very interestingly, very well designed. That you have to move, but moving is bad. But and moving has to be to kill the other person, so you can't just turtle. It's great. It's a good design. Good game. It's Captain Sonar, not Sonar. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you mentioned. And last thing, <laughs> no, no. There's there's a game called Sonar and uh, a game called sonar? Captain Sonar. The full name is Sonar, not Captain, not Sonar, Captain Sonar. Yeah, yeah. No, it's Captain Sonar. <laughs> it's Captain Sonar. No, you just said the opposite. That's sonar, Sonar, Captain. Captain. <laughs> Damn it, Captain Sonar, Sonar. The the big block title is Sonar, but it also has a little italicized text below it. Not just Sonar, Captain Sonar. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Ritter and I, at that game day at the Richard Nixon's, played Leaving Earth. Right. I want to play that one so which bad. Which he has played extensively by himself now. He's been writing us doctorate-level papers about yes. orbit physics. It's been great. It is good. He keeps having people die in space. Somehow, John though. Glenn dies all the time in space with him, apparently. I, I don't know why. <laughs> uh, he just keeps getting people dead up in space. <laughs> like He's like, I got 62 points. I lost two dudes, so that's minus 20 points. And I think the ending score we were going through was like 40-ish. Yeah. If we could find like life on some planet. I, life was on Venus. It was just getting there and extracting it. Man, I, I was going like... I had officially run out of mental stability at a point. Yeah, yeah. It. I couldn't wrap my head around the ion drives. I was like, how do they work, though? Well, we were doing them wrong. Yeah. Is why it didn't make any sense. Because I was so. just, I just had like, <laughs> I had like 50 ion drives just 
circling on Earth going, how do they work, though? Let me launch another one. Maybe that'll make it work. Right, you just kept losing them, and then he's like, well, I researched docking so I can go pick these things up. But then I don't have enough thrust to, like, get them out of Earth's orbit, so it's just a graveyard of Russian, like, ion drives. Forming your own meteor up in space, your own personal moon. It is the Iron Curtain. (laughs) None shall leave, none shall enter. We shall blot out the sun at regular intervals, depending on eclipses. (laughs) Comrade Boilers, launch another ion drive up to his orbit. Oh, it's a great game. It's one of those games you could play single player. It's like a Euro game, but you don't care about the points, though. Right. You just need to make things work. Which is hard. It's so hard, because you have to test out. So say, okay, rockets are pretty easy. You launch a rocket three times, because whenever you research a tech, you get the card for the tech, and you get three chits on it. The chits are either successes, failures, or critical failures. So you launch a rocket up, you take a success... Or you, you flip one of the chits. Oh, it's a failure. Pay $5,000. That failure $5 goes away. Dollars. Um, Five million. Everything's millions of dollars. Oh. I was thinking about an expansion, but that's, hold on. Don't even, don't even start. I don't, <laughs> don't even want to start. Don't even start yourself. But you launch it again. You get a success. You pay to get that success out of your little stack and the last one's success. And there you go. You got a rocket that you can reliably launch. Nice. But things for like docking and life support in space. Hmm. You actually have to get them up into space and do the thing. Hmm. So it gets really expensive. And each year your money resets to 25 million. That's like your, your budget. Oh. So you can't like bank two million from the year prior. Oh, okay. So you have to work with the same amount of money each turn of the game. Jeez. But what you could do is on your first turn, say you fully researched some rockets, spent all your 25 million. Next turn, somebody else takes that research. Like, I'll sell you all the progress on my research for $20 million. So now they have full researched things, saved them $5 million, and you got an extra 20 to mess with. Hmm. So they can not take the trade, obviously. There, there is a lot of player interaction, more than you would think in this game, of mm-hmm. selling and buying. And it's good. Right. I ended up being um, basically in the old Civ games where you could, like, Research a whole bunch of tech and then just like tech traded out. That was me. I had one singular goal in mind of to put a man on the moon and get him back. And this frustrated me to the point <laughs> of after hours of being unable to do it, I was just like, how do we do this? Unlimited resources. Explain it to me. And he was able to figure out a way. It took, a to couple, do it. it took like a decade. It would take rockets and stuff. You'd probably be near the end of the game before you could actually have it done, because it would take you so many time, so much time and resources. You have to buy so many of the particular rockets, and food, and landers, and escape pods, and and crew, and, and yeah. crew, and food, and whatever else. It's just seemingly impossible levels. At least with the moon, you could get off of it with an ion, and then dump the ion before. Or redock. I don't know that you could. I don't think you could get off the moon with ion drives. Because you could, they take a mm. year. And it doesn't take a year to get to the moon. Real life ion drives couldn't get you off the moon's gravity. You need something more powerful than that. We have real life ion drives. Well, I mean, ion drives thrust is like pounds. And that's like it. Right. Yeah, they're not a lot. No, no it's like they're barely... good for planetary stuff in this game. Oh, yeah. we didn't have ion drives in 1960s. No. Okay. 
It's meant to accelerate you for like decimals Whap. on the meters per second. What? I was saying you remember the 1960s. It was a joke. Cut it. Cut it. Oh. Cut the joke. I've decided to, to sandbag my own. I've uh. decided to cement shoes my own joke. <laughs> I keep almost buying. I might. It might be one of those I ask for from a birthday coming up. From the parents or How from much the girlfriend. Is it? is it a lot? It's like forty, but I also want to get the lot. space station one, which is also forty, and the outer worlds, which is also like forty. Yeah, that's like one hundred and twenty. It's worth it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a custom it's a handmade game, game too. It's it, the, cool. Yeah, everything on it is so good. The artwork is perfect. So this game got me wanting more space in my life. Not like more space, but you know, more spacey things. So I re-downloaded and started playing Kerbal Space Program. Hmm. I I forget how to do orbital mechanics because that game is just an orbital mechanics simulator. Oof. It's a one-third scale solar system with actual like you know physics. I don't know what I think about the Kerbal gro- uh, thing. Like those little weird wide-eyed boys, mm-hmm. little mm. weird green guys. Yeah. And then I started going down the rabbit hole of like NASA and SpaceX launches and. Watching missions. Dude, space is cool. Yeah. There's a reason you can just add the word space in front of anything and multiply the cool factor instantaneously. Space drugs. Right. You know what? You're right. It works with I would try space drugs. It's the same way that adding juice to anything that is not a fruit makes it terrible. (laughs) Uh, taco juice. Exactly. Awful terrible. Mm. Computer juice. Awful. Terrible. Uh, you don't want computer juice. No. That means you got a virus. Right. Man An actual juice. virus. See? Awful. Terrible. Mm. What? Nobody wants that. Man juice. <laughs> Did that even register on the capture? Because I'm pretty a sure it's going to be like this like littlest, <laughs> tiniest waveform. Someone's going to have to enhance this audio like 8 million times. Enhance. enhance. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! What happened? Same hat. Oh, hey, <laughs> speaking of enhance, rainy. How was your week? Oh, oh my gosh, me? Oh, oh geez. Oh or golly. Two weeks. Oh gosh. Oh um, geez. Let me check my notes where I have just written "Golden Girls" down. Uh, <laughs> I watched a lot of Golden Girls. Hey. I, uh, I got thank a new you job for being uh, a friend. Yeah, I got a new job a little less than a month ago. Kyle didn't try to do that fucking bit he was talking about doing in the car so that's good <laughs> um don't, don't, don't. i'm not what? gonna do the bit i'm not, not gonna, gonna do, do it. the bit i completely forgot not, about it it's not even a bit that is worth bidding it was oh, do it do it you coward no, no um okay, hard reset hard reset ready for it it's just he wants me to sing the theme song while he goes dun, 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 in the background theme song it's to not what? a bit golden of girls. the Golden Girls. She mentioned it in the car on the way over here and then we just started doing that back and forth for like five minutes straight. That's oh, a couple bit. That's yeah. a couple yeah. times. Like, oh, Thank so you. Cool it is a couple bit. I didn't realize it was a couple bit. Not a person, a podcast bit. A couple bit. That's something. That's that's that's. It's like. It's an anime. What? No, that's a real thing. That might be Ozzy. I don't know. I'm gonna have to look that up later. Anyways, Golden Girls. But uh, 
Yeah, uh, tell us about them, Blanche and Sophia. So I got a new job. So I've been working nights the past uh, month. And so I get home at like 11. Kyle's already asleep. I don't work until like 4 the next day. So I'm up all night. And so I've just started to watch the Golden Girls in that time of uh, of loneliness. And uh, I gotta say, I forgot how really ahead of its time it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, besides the fact that the first episode, which is of course a pilot episode, there's a character in it that is never mentioned again, because I imagine he did not go over well. It was a very, like, stereotypical, flamboyantly gay, young chef that they had. Oh my god, yes! Yes, he was only in the first episode, and then they never mentioned him again, because I imagine it didn't test well. But besides that, um... Show's very ahead of its time. They touch on a lot of things. They touch a lot of mortality, of course, because it's for old women that are living together. And, uh, God, I love the sense of humor, the dry sense of humor. One of them is incredibly sexual and into sex, and she's not afraid to talk about it, which uh, just a woman in general being into sex at that time was kind of like taboo. But, like, an old woman in, like, her 50s, 60s being into sex was like, what? No, you're not even supposed to like sex then. Like, kind of taboo. So it was really ahead of its time in that she was very open about that. There's a lot of... There's an episode where a professor tells one of them she can only pass his class if she has sex with them. And they talk about that. And she tries to go to somebody about it and they don't believe her. And that's a thing that the sexual assault and the victim speaking up and not being believed kind of stuff they talk about. Um, they There's a lot of feminist issues involved in it, which is was surprising how much there was really in that. Like uh, they talk about like uh, how one of them was drugged on a date. Ooh. Like, actually, the main character, uh, Dorothy, yeah, I remember that her was... marriage of 36 years happened because uh, Stan, her ex-husband, uh, guilted her into going on a date with him when she was a teenager because he was like, I'm going off to war and I'll probably die. This is all I want. And then on the date, he drugged her drink and he got her pregnant and then she married him because she had to. And they were together for 36 years before he cheated on her and left her. And that's like one of the main relationship stories in the show. And it came across from that. They talk about these issues pretty heavily. It's really nice to see just a older woman with experience talking about these issues, how they handled them, like still handling them. There's a lot of ageism that they have to deal with, like Rose at some point. Uh, she gets laid off from her job and she has a really hard time finding a new one because nobody wants to hire a 55 year old woman. They're like, you're too old for us. We don't, we don't want you. And that's a pretty big issue that they touch on as well. It's really fantastic. The humor is so on point. Everything is really enjoyable about the show and just has a very nice kind of like homey feel to it. I really like watching it. And, uh, there's just so much stuff that they touch on that I forgot they did. When I was just a kid watching it, I I didn't catch on any of this kind of stuff. And it's really great for me now, who is much more involved in this kind of stuff and all about it, that I'm like, this is great. And there's an episode that I just watched where, like, Dorothy, like... All episode, all she does is talk about this guy who's back in town. She was in love with him in high school. She was so 
obsessed with him, but he never went out with her, and now he's asking to meet up, and she spends the whole episode talking about how hyped she is about this guy. And then at the end of the episode, she's like, oh, has so-and-so called? We're going on another date. Uh, and uh, they're like, ooh, so it's going well? Is he, is he your dream guy? Are you going to start dating? She goes, oh, no, it turns out he's gay, but, uh, you know, I really like him. He's a good friend. Aww. And she says it so casually and so without any bitterness or, like, resentment or disgust after the, talking the whole episode about how in love with him she was that it's just really refreshing that she's just not like, oh, no point in seeing him again. He is gay, like a lot of other sitcoms would handle it. that would it. have been like Family Matters or anything else that came out that time and yeah. be like, gay? Yeah, like even shows today have had kind of like plot lines like that where they just go, oh, I guess I can't see him anymore. He's gay. Way to break my heart. And then this show from like way far time ago. like 86. Yeah, like back in the times where that stuff wasn't really talked about was just like casually like, Ah, you know, he's gay, but we're gonna keep being friends. We're going out again tonight, having a good time. And it was just, it was just enjoyable. I'm really enjoying watching this show. It's so, just sweet. It's so my cup of tea of just like, relaxing and putting on some Golden Girls and hearing the theme song and just being like, ha, just a nice old ladies hanging out, chatting. Was it 86? It was 86. Dang. I got a good feel for on that. On point. So when I first Googled it, though, I accidentally Googled the Golden Grills. Oh, <laughs> Golden Grills. Not that. Uh, but I'm really enjoying it. Besides that, uh, I've been playing a lot of Town of Salem, which is an online game. It's very similar to Ultimate Werewolf, the board game. I used to play it with you a lot when we first yeah, started dating. Whenever we started dating, we I did. Remember, I remember you guys talking about that. I yeah. quit playing it a couple years ago because, as with any free online game, it was full of a bunch of, like... Racist dickheads, especially during 2016 when a certain person came into the spotlight. We can uh, call him the Cheeto. The disgusting <laughs> grossman. The Cheeto? Because uh, he looks like a Cheeto. <laughs> He's orange, like a Cheeto. I mean, it. I, get it. I get it. I get it. Well, I associate, I thought more square. I thought a perfect square. No. <laughs> Cheetos like, aren't even square. The, what? Cheetos aren't square. Sure they are. Wait, the curd shape. Little crunchy, kind of wiggly sticks. With Chester Cheeto, Cheeto Cheetos. Our Aren't first they? episode was about Chester Cheeto. You better know what a Chester Cheeto is. <laughs> Cheetos <laughs> are the little squares no. of cheese. No, those no, are cheese Cheez Its, man. They're the little crunchy, like squiggly things. They're like Sometimes cheesy they're poofs. Poofy. They're cheese poofs. They're cheesy poofs, but skinny. I thought they were squares. Oh no, boy, that's cheese. cheese it's cheese. Cheese. It's cheese. Someone, someone, Google Ritter, <laughs> someone please Google Ritter a picture of Cheetos so he knows. I thought, uh, I know what you mean now. I know what Cheetos look like. Those are yeah. cheese. Crunchy Cheetos. But I thought they were all just the same generic, no, that's in not different even shapes. The same They're brand, the same I don't think. ingredients and same fake cheese, but. but right. I don't even think that's same, the same fake cheese brand. taste. How dare you? Cheetos yeah. are made with Actually, real cheese. I like Cheetos and I hate Cheetos. Cheese. That, it was a good, good visual joke of the point, of the uh, of the quotation marks around your real cheese. Well, I did it for for the the streaming cast. I had no, hidden cameras be all over stream. this apartment. Ugh. Nope, I did not consent. <laughs> they can they can look at your weird pants. Your oh, pants no. aren't weird. How are they weird? It's They're jeans. Not weird. I was just going from the bit earlier. Your pants are fine. Ladies, you know what pants we're talking about. The ones that are like the weird bright blue, the carpenter pants. They're not even really bright. Bad texture. 
They're not a good texture. They don't flatter a guy very jeans. well. You know what I'm talking about. Are you comfortable girls. in those? These are fine jeans. That's all that matters. Yeah. Ray's just got a weird thing about carpenter. It's not just me. Hannah spent like an hour complaining about Ritter's jeans the other day. She did not. She did. You can text her right now. She spent like an hour talking to me about your jeans. What do you mean she did? I'm serious. She hasn't mentioned a word to me. She said she has. She told me my socks. I'm not starting drama. It's jeans. (laughs) It's not a big deal, but. She said I needed new socks, which I am also fine with these socks. Hannah's going to get you some real bad socks if you don't get cute socks. She's going to get you some weird anime girl mm-hmm. socks she keeps looking at. Well, I won't wear it. them. Oh, you want to wear a gift from date? your girlfriend? Well, if I'm at work and I break you my right. foot <laughs> and right. they got to cut the boot off and that's what's inside my boot, they will fire me. <laughs> I will be found out. Fire. It's a, it's they will like not the even ask. They're like, all right, you're out. You're, you're just out. Slip. It's it, a gross I gal face one that's like... Oh god! All over it, yeah. It's not great, so it would be pretty bad. But uh, looping back past the gene and the sock discussion, <laughs> um, I I stopped playing it because it got really bad, and the chat was always just spanned with a bunch of people saying very anti-Semitic or racist or homophobic things, stuff like that, and it just wore down on me, made me not enjoy the game, but. I've come back to it now that I'm working these nights again, because that's what I did in college when I would stay up real late, is play that game. So, and it seems like it's mellowed out a lot. Like, it's really gotten more chill, and it's just really mods enjoyable. You get some good mods in a game, and they just start banning people when they talk about garbage you're not supposed to, mm. and you fix that. I don't think the mods really do anything is a problem. I think it's just, you know, I think the people who did that crappy kind of stuff have... Uh, I think the people who did that kind of crappy stuff have just gotten over doing that kind of crappy stuff or got sick of the game or whatever, you know. This is also possible, but I don't know Final Fantasy fourteen. Like, you say one sentence and you instantly have a mod messaging you like, hey, you cut that out. You say a second oh, sentence, banned out. That's mm-hmm. really nice. Why it's good to have, have that mod. life? I know. Well, what, Someone just shows bullet? up and goes, quit that. No, How do you ban go, them from life? They just go in a timeout <laughs> for like ten minutes. <laughs> oh, okay. We just have these giant kennels for humans. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. some so people should speech, probably get hurt. You go to, you go to hey, jail, free p- speech protects you from jail, not from the rainy. <laughs> I quoted I that from Justin just McElroy. Like, hey, bud. Bud, bring it in. Bud, don't do that. Just go to timeout. Just ten minutes. Cool your jets. I know jet, someone... Jet fuel does do melt good. steel beam. Dan's totalitarian yeah. timeout regime. Yeah, it <laughs> do any good. I like the alliteration on it. I know. Uh, someone was talking about how what they do is they just very firmly and very sternly go, we don't do that here. Like, they can say... It, it leaves the, like, you can say whatever you want outside of here, but here, we don't do that here. It brings a collectiveness of, like, all of us are not okay with that into it. And also, it's just kind of like a very simple, like, we don't do that here. So Twitch handles don't. it pretty good too. Whenever I was experimenting for this for on Twitch, you can just straight up be like, "These are the words that if they appear in chat, that person's message does not come through." I've been trying to figure out how to get that on our subreddit, the uh, the auto mod ban, and yeah. put some words in. I think I've got it, but all the words I have in under ban are not something I want to 
put on Reddit to test and make sure it would filter so, uh, it out because if it dear, gets through. Dear listeners out there, go and blow up our Reddit with all of the answers. Why? <laughs> all of the would garbage you oh, stuff no. you can. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just nervous to like <laughs> yeah, no. post something and then it goes through and it's like, can you believe that Reddit user that said that one terrible thing just tweeted out, I mean, just posted that one bad word <laughs> on our own subreddit, and I'm going to be like, I was testing. Yeah, all of our raving fans are going to catch that like, immediately. You can't even testing. preamble it with like, hey, guys, I'm just going to test this real quick line of t- terrible <laughs> things. Because like, someone like, will screen grab it, edit it, take out the little bit where you said, hey, I'm just testing this, and be like, this is how I really feel, and put all this stuff in oh, there. You're it's like when you're right. a little kid, and your older sibling's like, Yo, say fuck. And you're like, I don't know. I don't know if I can. It's like, no, no, go ahead. Say fuck. And I'm like, okay, f- fuck. Mom! Dad said fuck. <laughs> when I was in third grade and my older brother was in fourth grade, we made a pact that we could whisper one bad word into each other's ears without like telling on each other. And I had like a bully at the time and I, like that I hated. And I just like whispered in my brother's ear. I think she's a bitch. And he was like, nice. And then he like walks out and he like whispers in my ear, fuck. And I'm like, oh. And we just kept it secret. Kept it secret, kept it safe. We were third and fourth grade, so we were older than we probably should have been to be nah, like that. But, I was like that. I didn't oh, start man. cussing until middle school and the puberty monster entered my life. I didn't start cussing, I think, until like eighth grade. Really like on my much. way. On my way out of middle school, like eighth grade is when I started actually using curse words. And then it was no holds fucking bars. Like every other word now for me is fuck. It just happened. It's It's just just a good filler word. It just happened. Like, and it wasn't like, it was never, I don't think there was ever a time in my life where I tried to be more edgy and use more curse words. It just kind of became a natural part of my vocabulary to wear fuck and asshole. I call people bitches when I don't mean it. Like, I'm like, oh, did you hear about that bitch the other day that did that one thing? And she didn't do anything. They're like, why is she the bitch? I'm like, oh, I don't, that's just the word. I don't know. I'm sorry. It's I just didn't the mean word. to, I guess word. I didn't mean to say that, but I just meant this person. Like, or like, I, it's just become like unintentional filler for me. It's not, uh, for the sake of saying fuck that I say fuck. It's just, it's there now. It's just how it is. I don't know. Can but we all say fuck on three? Now, podcast listeners, don't tell our parents that we're going to say fuck. Please don't right? tell my mom. One, two, three. Fuck. fuck. Oh, oh we got Dan two good I. boys in here. <laughs> we got. We, I ain't putting up with your dang Aww. peer pressure. Let's do this thing. Hee <laughs> hee. Funny, the funny joke. Hey, the other day Hannah said fuck and I laughed my goddamn mind out. Like she was, she said quoting, a fuck. She was quoting the Shakespeare thing. Yeah. She said she was telling us all about shit face Shakespeare that uh, Ritter and her went to see. Which oh, how was that? Uh, oh, we're not in your I half figured, yet. I figured he'd talk about it in a sec because I'm done with mine. I'm just saying this real quick. But um, she was like telling me about it, and she goes, and at some point he looks at the crowd and goes, and that's fucking Shakespeare, baby. And I'm like, <laughs> just Hannah like yelling it with the fervor of a drunken man and made me lose my goddamn mind. That was pretty good. I was losing it. Oh my god. Oh. It was so good. Oh, hearing Hannah say fuck is a pleasure. She never says it. Every once in a while. But it's usually when she's annoyed. So hearing it when she's not is great. Because last time I heard her say fuck, it was just because like Percy had scratched her and she was like, fucking stop. 
because <laughs> she was having a bad day. And I've I was like, I've never heard her say a swear. Hannah. I've heard her say, I think, five I in like, our life together. I like the whole bit of not swearing, except for like that one or two times a year where it's like, I gotta, I gotta bust out the big guns because fuck. Yeah, I've known Hannah since, uh, 2013. And I have heard her say a swear five times. And it was bitch, ass, and then fuck, fuck, fuck. And then the last fuck was her quoting someone else. So it wasn't even like full Makes fuck. it that much more impactful. It does. Mm-hmm. Like that does Every time Hannah's little, little old sweet voice says fuck, I'm like, I lose my mind. I go feral for like five minutes and it cracks me up. Ritter, tell yes. us about... Tell us more. Uh, tell us. What, what are a whole lot else to say about it? I mean, it was a show. I uh, I didn't know. Um, yeah, what I was really getting into with it. <laughs> yeah, it, it was uh, it was different. I I've been thinking, and I'm trying to piece it together. Like after seeing the show, there, I really wonder how much of it was an act and how much of it was not, because they had a guy. It was the guy who played Romeo. Was the one who was heavily intoxicated yeah. throughout the whole thing um and they had like uh four i think yeah five people in the show and there was an extra like mc announcer whatever you call them ringmaster of the circus whatever uh that did the actual introduction said here's what they've been drinking they were drinking some kind of peach drink thingy and uh some other peach schnapps I, I don't know. I, Hannah, like, whenever they said what it was, she was like, oh, that's bad. And I was like, oh, okay. It's <laughs> a big one. Um, and yeah, they, they'd had stuff for four hours, apparently, they'd been drinking before nice. they actually went on. on oh, jeez. So, um, yeah, they were damage control. That if the guy went too far, they were like, no, listen, you got to do this thing. Like, we got, we got lines. You got to. You get, you're on I heard stage. someone in the audience was uh, determined to hold a bucket and run up where he to look like he was about to vomit. Yeah. What That's would you have done plant. if they gave you... No, it was like if the whole front had, of the audience got different th- jobs, There were apparently. three people in the mm. audience. Four, actually. Uh, but three people. The first one was given a gong, and he was, at during the interval of the show, was allowed to bang the gong once and force the man to take another drink. Somebody was given a small trumpet that they were supposed to blow, and that would also force him to take a drink. Uh, one guy was given a... Uh, it was a weird thing. I don't even know how it worked. It was like this little like horn clacker thing, something like that. It was I think it was for if stuff went too far. It was like a, a thing of that. And lastly, someone was given a bucket. And yeah, it was like, if, the, if something happens, if they yell bucket, you get this bucket. If... They had given me that and said that was my job. I would have handed it back and walked out of the entire theater. <laughs> oh, I'd have been no. like, no, I'm not putting up with this This, if this is a possibility. I was like halfway, and it really annoys me because they're like going through the description. He's like, had this, and he's had that, and he's like, you know, it's really, it could happen. And everyone in the place is laughing, and I'm like, what's wrong with me? Why am I like literally crawling in my skin over here over Call this possibility? Me. I don't know. It's just, I mean, that's a, it, I imagine somebody, I mean, you kind of have to go into that expecting that as a possibility when the whole premise of the show I is that at so least much. one person is wasted. Yeah, Ritter lore, uh, Ritter is highly averted to puking. It yeah, just Hannah did mention turns she was my nervous entire about blood that. cold, like, 
I was just in a panic state that that would happen at some point because I was like, well, I can't deal it with that. Though. It didn't. No. Uh, and as soon as the show was over, I was fine. But man, severely, I'll just say it severely hampered my ability to enjoy that show. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that possibility? And I, like, I don't know. I felt bad because I couldn't even gauge how much Hannah liked it. Oh, she like, loved it though. I, I thought like, oh great, I've ruined this. It's this all terrible. Um, yeah, because I felt like I wasn't even like, they'd make jokes and I'd be like, <laughs> okay. Is he alright? <laughs> oh, he's, he's gonna make it, right? Is everything's fine? I, I'll be fine? Alright, great. Uh, even thinking of it now gives me a headache. I wish I could have just seen that one moment that Hannah described to us of him being, going through it and stumbling through the entire thing, and then there's that one moment where he just stands up and just says that entire, that the entire speech so perfectly, word for word, from the Was, play, and then he's just like, that's Shakespeare! <laughs> Yeah, that's apparently yeah. what happened. Like, uh, he, there's a monologue of Romeo's that he does correctly. He's like, he like, he prefaces, is it the like, big one? Right. Like before he does the does the drinky poo. Excuse uh, me. Why don't you tell them how that ended up ending with the edits Romeo decided to make to Romeo and Juliet? Oh yeah. So um, did he go rogue? Yeah. So apparently in the fight, he super rogue. in the fight between Tybalt and Mercutio. Yeah. Where Mercutio normally gets murked by Tybalt. Um, or wait, is that what happens? What uh, happens that Romeo gets exiled? Is it Mercutio dies? I think Mercutio gets caught, but I could be yeah, wrong. I'm pretty it's sure been years. it's Mercutio. And then Romeo kills Tybalt. Yeah, and, and then that's when Romeo's like banished. So in this, um, Romeo decides that he died there. And Mercutio he gets to him. live. He, he brings him back to life with magic. I guess he laid down and went, you take my life force and refused to get back up. Even though people kept telling him he needed to get back up, he just kept flopping down and going, like, no, no, I'm dead. Like, no, I'm dead. Their exact line was, so in your rendition of Romeo and Juliet, Romeo dies in the second act. It's like, yep. <laughs> was he just like, I'm too drunk for this, I'm done? That's what I wonder is, was it because he had to tap out because he was too drunk? He might have or had to tap out for four hours. Maybe they have like three or four variations they can go into where like, I'm doing this one tonight in case people have seen this show. Because they did a thing at the beginning. It's like, who all seen this? And the entire place erupted. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm surprised there's such a huge returning crowd. I mean, it's got to change every time, right? With a different person drunk each time. Well, that's what I wondered. I think it just is chaos and they have to go around whatever the drunk person says. Well, I mean, I don't see how it could be anyone other than Romeo. Because, like... Mercutio and the other person they have when they're first in there and they're doing the bit about, uh, oh, I hate those Capulets or Montagues, whatever, which one they are. Um, I forget. Romeo is Montague. Yeah. Juliet Capulet. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're doing their little thing and Tybalt shows up and he's like, what are you talking about about us? I'll flay you. And they do a sword fight and everything. So, um, I feel like. If one of them was drunk, it wouldn't be as funny. I think having, you would have to have either, Romeo drunk or maybe Juliet, but no, I think I think it has to be. I Juliet wouldn't be. What if they no. both were drunk? Just oh. the two leads of the play. 
well, don't think it's I, too long. Hannah told me that later Romeo decides to come back, but as a priest, like a different character. Yeah, he decides that he's the priest, and using necromancy, yeah. he's possessed his body. Yeah, and so he has possessed Ro- himself as Romeo again. And him and Juliet, I guess at the end, decided they were just going to go on a no mercy kill run and run off together. Right, they're like, Neither we're. Neither of them pretended to be dead. Yeah, it's like, you're one of the only two women in this entire town. I'm one of the three men in this entire town. We can just take the others out. And that's what they did. They just apparently, together, uh, Romeo came back from the dead with some kind of magic. Yeah, Uh, necromancy specifically. Got with with Juliet, murdered everyone in the town, left. Oh, man, I want to see one of these now. The end. Yeah, pretty sure that was... uh, but yeah, I really, being skeptical, I wonder how much of it was actually rehearsed. It's like, we yeah. know that this is going to happen. You know that you're going to play up this drunk angle. Because I don't, I don't really know what it's like. I don't know. It's it might just be, a weird uh, thing for like me. Shakespearean, like, go, I forget, are they just like, all they do is Shakespeare and they go from town to town? Yeah, they do like but, one hour shorts of Yeah, there's a lot of like Shakespeare troops. So if these people know the play that well and like they work together long enough... You could have a drunk guy try to ad-lib some stuff. Well, they had, like, even a choreographed dance scene. Oh. Where, like, he was doing the dance, like, 90% right. Like, he was on there. So he's done this before. And people were impressed. And he's at, he was up around the stage like, oh, my goodness, am I the only one doing this right? What's going on? <laughs> so, like, he, he's done it. He knows what is happening. Um, but, yeah, I, I felt like there could have been things that were potentially scripted. But things maybe potentially not. So I don't, I know. don't know. As someone who has been uh, very drunk, everything that has been described to me is something that I could see myself also going off the bars with if I was very drunk. Like just laying down and be like, "No, no, I'm dead. Fuck you. No, fuck <laughs> you. I'm dead now. Dead." Like I could that see was that. Kyle. Like, I'm, I'm dead. I'm fucking. Kyle's just <laughs> trying. Kyle Where's the just chair? Turn over the bed that's on the stage. <laughs> Props. That one drinking night that, like, Kyle fell asleep right, like, in my little hallway area. Mm-hmm. And we ended <laughs> up just playing, like, that. cards. I forgot you just laid down on the floor and, like... It's like, Kyle, there's a couch there. Like, I'm so oh. tired. It's like, Kyle, just gotta like walk two feet. Midnight. It's like, Kyle, go to bed. He's like, mm. <laughs> Kyle. This is bed. This hard linoleum floor. <laughs> it, it is cool. It will, it will be comfy. No, but I heard it was really good, though. Hannah had nothing but good things to say about okay, it. Okay, that's actually really good. I'm glad. She had, like, a spectacular time. Okay. Good. I did hear there and was at guys... some point where they had to yell to get the bucket just in case, and then he didn't vomit. Did that happen? I must have she blocked said, that out. She said it was during <laughs> the dance scene that you described. I guess he, like, twirled like he was supposed to, but he went the opposite way, and then he kind of lurched forward, and the woman went, bucket, bucket. And then he was fine, but like he just kind of like he just kind of like tripped, and she was concerned for a sec. But then he was like fine. But uh, it's good you missed it, I guess. But Mm. yeah, I guess that she did tell me that at some point that happened, and she was worried about you. But it turned out all right. Did you see how good they looked on that date together? They did look good. Uh, I hate this so much. They were a handsome face that I can do. It's like annoys me. I look at two different pictures of her. And then I look at me and I'm like, how am I doing the exact same thing? Look like a dang fool. It's your blue steel. <laughs> it's your blue <laughs> steel. It's from, uh, oh. Zoolander. Zoo- 
Was it Zoolander? Yeah. It's a Zoolander. it's a comedy movie about this model turned spy. Ben Stiller comedy movie. Yeah, Ben Stiller. Yeah. yeah. The second right. one wasn't as good. There was a second one? There was. It wasn't as good. I just remember the blue steel bit. God, I love Will Ferrell in that movie. Mugatu? Oh, he was in it. It's yeah, been years since I've seen it. Oh, I love Will Ferrell. I just remember I blue remember steel. him in every role. Love that man. Hey, uh. Wait, wait. Wait. Is there anything else you did, Ritter? Nope. Oh, okay, go on. Hey, uh. Wait. Hey, uh. Hey, uh. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> hey, Kyle, what have you been up to? No. <laughs> I just wanted to steal Dan's... I just wanted to cement shoes his thunder. Oh, no. Oh, I'm nope. sleeping with the fishes now. No, your thunder <laughs> is. Oh. Your thunder has the cement shoes on. Oh, no. It's big shoes. Thunder. Oh, no. Hey, Kyle, what have you been up to? What? Uh, Wait, I mean, no. No. Okay. Okay. In your rendition of this podcast, Kyle just dies at his part to tell his story. Kyle says no and just lays down. Montague's alive, not me. Let's take it to Montague. Montague, what you been doing? That's his last name. That's not even his name. It's Mercutio. It. Okay. Well, anyways, Ruined what it. I've been doing. Soiled let's it. Let's not, not go over the fact that Soiled I've never it. actually read Romeo and Juliet. You were supposed to in school. No I doubt. was not supposed to because I had a Dodgers County education. Oh. I don't know what that means, but I'll take it. It means it was bad. Uh, we read Othello, I think, instead. Uh, yeah. I played that. <laughs> you gotta flip over the black things to the white things. <laughs> yeah. And the you white, gotta put you know. them in lines. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I have an Othello so board somewhere. I'd, I'd, I'd play some Othello. Yeah. It's like, it's like chess. Yeah, but with flipping things. Yeah. It's always the, it seems to be a bit in manga very popularly where like the dumb character or whatever, the one who's, like, stereotypically dumb will just beat everyone in Othello, and they're like, how? <laughs> how did you... Like, they just get to the end, and they have it full board, clear, done. <laughs> and they're like, what? How did I get here? What happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Wait, literally. Who did this? Kyle. What? Are you going to tell us oh, anything? Oh, yeah, actually, or? Tell, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I, 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 I don't want this. What happened? Uh, yeah. Homeless Jesus, or home, homebound Jesus, whatever we're calling him now. <laughs> he was, he came back in town for a bit, and I've been playing a lot of games with him. We just went to Cooper's Rock last night and camped out, and we stopped at Game Shop in Morgantown, and he bought a new game. We played that game while we were camping, actually. It's called Dice Forge. It's got these little, got these die, not little, they're actually really big die that have a bunch of grooves in them, and there's a bunch of little pegs and stuff you put into the die and make your own die faces. You can kind of like make your own di- dice. And uh, you buy new die faces as you go through the game, and a bunch of cards you can buy for victory points and re-roll them and stuff. It's a fun game. It's a, it's fairly easy to catch on. It's pretty simple, and it's a nice setup. It's like 40 bucks. Hmm. So, yeah, we played that while we were camping last night. And uh, throughout the week, I was going over, went over to Gunman's house. He was sleeping over there. And uh, we all three played Clank three times this week. Normal Clank or? Normal Clank, yeah. Okay. Regular Clank, not Clank in Space. Cause Which one do you prefer better? I prefer Clank in Space, but... Uh, Homebound Jesus didn't get to play it. He's never played it before, and yeah. he was like really into it, so he wanted to keep playing it. So uh, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good game. Yeah, I played it. Like I was happy to play it like three different times. But we played that. We played Unearth, which is another little, another little game, dice game you can roll and try to get in ruins, claim and stuff. It's it's another fun game. It's like thirty bucks too. It's pretty cheap. Did that. Went hiking, went climbing. Did uh, you see that big rock? We saw a big rock. So many big rocks. <laughs> but see that big, big rock. That big rock? I don't yeah. know if I saw that big rock. The one oh, okay. that Cooper claimed? 
Cooper claimed all the rocks. You oh. can't claim all the rocks. That's against the rules. It's not called Cooper's Rocks. It's called Cooper's Rock. All the light touches is Cooper's. <laughs> It'll all touch it eventually, though. Unless exactly. it's buried. Exactly. I've never understood that line. I was like, what are you talking about? They're lions. They don't understand how the globe works. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. They know it's the flat earth. Oh, so Mufasa was like deep in that flat earth. Uh-huh. So you're telling me even on the flat Earth, the sun only ever hits one particular well, part of the, the world. The sky isn't the actual sky; it's a big, huge LED screen that projects the sky. Yeah. So Mufasa was the one that was <laughs> just that kept actually telling everybody that the Earth was flat, and Scar was trying to get everybody to make sense. He was trying to educate everybody. He was trying to take down the dictator that was trying to keep everybody dumb <laughs> and in line. Scar was the true hero of the Lion King. Wait. Do you think Mufasa had something to do with all of those elephants being in that one place all dead? Was there like a great elephant genocide? Oh man, was he, he I trying think to keep lions a secret eat down? Gen- elephants. In, in the world where the elephants like bowed to the lions as king and everything, do you think they just make like a sacrifice once a week? They're like, it's your turn to, to feed our king and they just send them. The Guys. great Mufasa cover-up of the, the <laughs> elephant sacrifices. Lion King's <laughs> fucked up. Wow. I think it's fucked up that, I mean, canonically, right? There's like, there's a part where the sun just doesn't go for some reason. That's the whole point about the wasteland is that the light never touches there. For some reason, the sun just doesn't shine there, and they never explain that. They're just like, well, that's not ours. I don't know. I think you're sun overanalyzing the Lion King. It's, just, it's true. I don't like, think we they, are, They though. don't explain that. Just the sun don't go there. I don't know. Sun don't go there. We don't know what's up with that. Uh, that bones. seems like an awful lot. I mean, let's just it's, it's a cartoon. It's just Hamlet. Two? What? What? Where? What? It's just anime or Hamlet? Hamlet. <laughs> I mean, it is just An- Hamlet. It's just anime. Anime Hamlet. And what about uh, all those birds? Those birds aren't real. They're all drones. They didn't have drones back in 1994. <laughs> Instead of a live action Lion King, they should have made an anime Lion King. Uh, or they should have done cats. What? Already been done. Go look it up. Oh, isn't that what uh, Lion uh, King's Kimba based the White on? Lion. Kimba, I thought, yeah. Yep. They definitely shouldn't have made that live action. I've heard really bad things. Uh, I imagine I'm going to hear worse things about cats, but. Man, again, can we just talk cats, about cats real quick? The plot of cats is about, like, cats fighting for the right to take a spaceship to heaven and die. No. Pretty much. No, it's not. Google it. Google it right now. I didn't think cats had a plot. I also didn't think cats had I a plot. I thought cats was like, oh, look at these people acting like cats. No, Isn't that no, neat? they're actual cats, and they're like. And Frank's never done one. And one like dance I said, number. for some reason, there's just one cat that like, they're they're supposed to be just cats, but there's like one cat that at some point gets arrested for breaking and entering. Like by real police officers, <laughs> and they never explain by that why that one cat <laughs> is like getting charged with human human things. Okay, so the plot centers on a tribe of cats called the Jellicles. It's just that cat and Scrabby Doo not doing well in prison. <gasps> you guys, the, this is the plot of cats. I'm reading it off the Cats Musical Wiki. The plot centers on a tribe of cats called the Jellicles as they come together at the annual Jellicle Ball to decide which one of them will ascend to the heaviside layer, their version of heaven, and be reborn into a new life. And the play is about them fighting for the right to be that cat that ascends into heaven and is reborn into a new life. I is that was like not 70s kidding. LSD 
bullshit I've ever heard in my it life. Was, it was made on like LSD and cocaine and shit. It's like Aztec sacrifice. Nonsense. Is that life number like? Is that counting down from their total nine? Or I couldn't what? tell you. Ooh. I couldn't tell you. Oh, you're like, gonna have to watch the movie. Do, do they times? own everything? You're gonna that have to the watch the movie. Are they like the anti-Lion King? Uh, Maybe. Uh, Taylor Swift is in that movie. Probably. She's gonna be. What are you talking about? They're making a cats movie. Yeah. They're making. The yeah, I, I know. There's a terrible. Yeah, Taylor Swift in it like, for some reason. Worse than the Sonic movie looking cat. Yeah. Yeah. Dame, Dame Judy Dench is in it for some reason. And I'm like, Archer's oh. mom. Who? What? Judy From the cartoon? Yeah. yeah. Archer's mom. And the then the lady who plays Archer's mom. Yeah. Okay. And also Archer's mom. <laughs> I don't even remember her name. Who's that one guy that's going to be in it too that we were like, why is he there? Uh, um, he played Heimdall, I think, in Thor. Who is he? Idris Elba? Yeah, Idris yeah. Elba. Because yeah. he's too, a gorgeous too, man. He's too famous Idris right Elvis? now to be doing that. He is. He's a gorgeous, handsome man. And he can do whatever he wants. Idris he should have been blonde. He's ah. too famous right now to stoop so low already. Well, Tasteway's like, in there. and I would uh, say Tasteway's pretty up there. Taylor Swift, I'm not sure what she's doing. Maybe she's just trying to get into acting. There's a difference. Taylor Swift, I don't think, has been in any movies besides cameos. So I think she's just trying to get any acting role she can. Rebel Wilson, it makes sense. Yeah. Judy Dench, I don't know. She hasn't done anything in a while. Maybe she's Well, like, she was also not? in the original production of Cats. Oh, really? I don't know how I know these things. I didn't know that either. But Idris Elba's at like the top of his game. What is he doing? Money. Paper. Bro, Gotta make them he's stacks. He's already rich. God you can make... always have another pool. You can always have three more pools. That's some Cats money. I guess. That, that movie's going to do gangbusters specifically because A, it's Cats, and B, it's terrible. It's going to make so much money. For the memes. And it's coming out, like, what, after Christmas? We should watch Cats. We We're should. We're not going to watch Cats. Mm-hmm. Hard pass on the watching the Cats. I'll watch Cats. You didn't even like Chicago. I don't even want to hear this yeah, nonsense. Yeah, you didn't like Chicago. Chicago was trying to take itself seriously. Cats is not. Chicago is not I trying to it take itself seriously. I think it is trying to take itself seriously, though. It's all a <laughs> mental fantasy. It's a hundred percent just what she's imagining in her head. It's it's trying to take itself seriously. It's trying no, to be it's not. artsy. And None of it. None of it's trying to be serious. Yeah. Anyway, we could we could argue. We could. <laughs> oh, but anyway, man, we're, 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 fight you. we're uh we're, we're sandbagging, we're cement shoesing, we're stealing <laughs> all of Kyle's everything. Kyle, we're what, he was talking what about. size cement shoes you want? Twelve. Okay. Here. You know what I say about <laughs> a man with big cement. Take them wide. But what? What? You need twelve wide cement. The wides would be nice, yeah. Yeah, okay. We get you. We we'll get you some cement Crocs or something. <laughs> All cement, cement Crocs. Crocs. Nice. They're very. Right. They're very. What else have you been up to, my boy? I went and played a ROM of Metroid Fusion, my favorite GBA game of all time. You mean a legitimate, real copy of the game on its original platform? Yes, on its original platform of the GBA, the Game Boy Advance console. I went back oh. and played Metroid Fusion. So I was looking at uh, um, DS's randomly. Yeah. Uh, the good one that isn't the 2DS XL. No, that is the good one. That's the good one. I was yeah. looking at that. Yeah, they're dirt cheap. They're one hundred and fifty dollars. They're like twenty. No, they're. Not. What are you talking about? I saw some going for like twenty on uh on the Amazons or Ebay's. No, you saw something else. What, what did it look like? 
I just like a 3DS. Tell me what it looked like, man. I mean, it looked like everything else that Nintendo. Just, anyways, what color was it? I don't it, even remember. Shape? Okay, then you're helping me none. <laughs> I don't remember. If you want a DS, go get a 2DS XL. It's the one that's the most recent one. It's got everything in it that you want. It's got the Pokemon, so. It did have the Pokemon. It's not going to have Pokemons for Switch. That's okay, because it has all the Pokemons. It does. But yeah, I was looking at that as an alternative for uh, short and Sword and Shield. As an alternative? Yeah. Why would you want an alternative? Because I want the original. I, I want to be able to find the original one, you know, all the, the Gen 1 Pokemon. And just run mostly Gen 1 unless I run into something that's cool. Why? Because I like Gen 1. Just get a ROM of. I could just get a ROM of red or blue. Yeah. If you're going to do that, get leaf green or fire red. Because that's all 150. Yeah. That's still Gen 1 until you get to like the Sevy Islands or whatever. I just don't see why. You know all the Gen 1 Pokemon. Yeah, and I like them. But you don't like. Yeah, they it's all look like, like garbage cans with go, eyes. They do not, it's, <laughs> it's like the desire to go through and be like, oh, I've read this book three times. I'm going to read it a fourth time because I like it so much. Or you can go into a whole new mystery and not know. Like, I'm excited for the new gen purely for new Pokemon. For seeing what new typing is. Like, seeing a thing and be like, Me too. oh my goodness, does that is that an electric type? He looks like, he's a ground type. Oh no! This is bad. And stuff like that. Things that look one type that are the other, or things that could have moves that you don't know what they do, is great. Or you I mean, can I get agree. a full party of Geodudes. <laughs> I love seeing <laughs> I mean, the new Pokemon. That, you can do that, but like you're, I feel like you're missing the entire point of your Pokemon. <laughs> hey, did you see the new ability Yampir has? Uh, the pickup thing, like if you yeah. throw a Pokeball and miss, he will go get it. Yeah, he'll go get that's it the great. first time. It's only the first time, but that's still pretty freaking sick. Yeah, he plays, uh, fetch. Yeah, like uh, just improving your Master Ball or not Master Ball, Ultra Ball economy yeah. is really cool. Um, or like, yeah, if you go after that legendary, throw your Master Ball and miss it, and then catch it with an Ultra Ball, you get your Master Ball back. I could see that being a thing. Yeah, I don't know how good Yamper's going to be or Yampir. <gasps> I love the new Mecha. His Godzilla name is a one. pun on Ampere. Yeah. Ah, I get it! <laughs> no. Oh. Ah, he's electric! It's just yep. with ah! yep. I didn't get it, but now I get it! <laughs> you saw it here, folks. Ha! I was the, like, I was thinking, I was like, There's what so is, many spikes. Because I kept reading it as Yamper. But oh. it's Ampere. It is. Oh, it's hey, so good! Yep. It's That's, so smart! It's both. <laughs> Kyle's just like, Or, oh, <laughs> or... You could run six Geodudes. Stop. <laughs> no. All self, self-destruct. All, all, yeah, all obviously. That they know. Why would I That's give them new? six? <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap, they have seven. Oh, no. I'm not going to win this match ever. No, you can't have seven. It's against the law. Yeah. It's against Who's going to enforce law. the Pokemon law? That's a dumb the law. The Pokemon police. Oh, fuck the po- Officer fuck, Jenny. Oh, fuck all the Officer Jennies. Yeah. I mean, Literally, Brock every Officer oh. Jenny... He's going to be after you. There's like 17 of them. Oh, and that sad old police officer in Pokemon Sun and Moon, that sad old oh, man. Oh, yeah. What's it? He's Booker. coming for you, too. Yeah, he's coming for Is you, too. Booker? Him and all his, like, uh, he... That sounds like a police name. He has six meowths. If he could have more, he would, but it's the law, and he's not going to break the law. <laughs> he respects the law. That's why you, his wife doesn't give him blowjobs. If you go into his house... <laughs> <laughs> his wife is one of the Continuity. meowths. 
If you go into the house, he's just got like six males just hanging out. Was that in the, this podcast, that bit? Or was that before? It was in this podcast. <laughs> okay. What bit? Wait. The one we was just it? The illegal blowjob bit. Oh, no, I that wasn't. Don't oh, know. it was. Uh, was no, it? Kyle it was. claims it was. Ritter we'll, claims it we'll, wasn't. We'll find this out in post, and this out. is still going to be in the podcast regardless. Yeah, I don't feel he, like I did if that it, much. it's not in there, we were joking about uh, laws. That's it. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't this because we talked about dredge, dredge, removable dick. Okay. Yep. That okay. might be the name of the podcast. Okay. Kyle. We have good memories, all of us. Kyle, what else have you been doing? Metroid Fusion was tangent. real fun. I got to play ROM of it. It was great. Yeah, uh, that was a real neat game. The whole addition of the ledge hanging was a really cool thing. I thought the ledge hanging was another one before Fusion. Oh, was it? That's yeah. the first one I remember experiencing it in. No, it was in the other ones before. That, but. That's the one that's like a. Almost sort of thing like Alien, because you're like running from the SAX yes. the whole time. It's a very fear-based thing, kind of like horror, but not horror kind of Metroid R- game. Yeah. A lot of people knock it because it's more linear than all the other ones. It's not quite as exploration-focused, but for what they were trying to do, it was a great game. A lot of plot in there. Yeah, lots a lot of plot. Stu- a lot of stuff that Other M gets flack for. Other M gets flack like- for many things for a good reason. Well, yeah, but God. still, like, the plot thing, they still have the dude who called her lady... Yeah, you know, they had Adam that, in there. Yeah, that was um, that was a big point of contention that I remember hearing about when Other M happened, and then I went through Fusion, I watched somebody play it, and I was like, oh my goodness, this was that old. This wasn't a new thing they invented for the game. I mean, the heels thing is pretty bad. Yeah. The fact that she has heels on the She has seat. space boots in the games for a reason, not space heels. Right. Just give her a pair of boots and let her kick people in the face. I've never understood the fascination with heels. I don't think I ever look at heels, ever. I don't, I don't like know. Care. Uh, a lot of men find it sexy for some reason. I don't My favorite get it. is when they have, like, I'll see comic book screenshots of, like, when a girl's barefoot, they still draw her as her feet would be if she was wearing heels. Just because, I don't know, they find the curve of the foot like that sexy, or they're so used to the drawing foot. her in heels, they don't know yeah, how exactly. to draw them. That's my thought. It's a foot. It's a foot. <laughs> but, yeah, if you, like, if you, like, look at, if you Google, like, barefoot comic I book not, women. first of all. <laughs> but or something like that. Yeah, you probably don't want to, because you'll find something gross, like, yeah, when I accidentally found things. wiki feet. So, you don't want that. But, um... It, they still draw them like arched and like on their tiptoes as if they're wearing like really high, high heels, even though they're barefoot. And it's like, bro. The only women heels don't look I like find that. acceptable are the revolver heels that Bayonetta wears. <laughs> Those are the unacceptable. Impractical and dumb and great. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's a good use of heels right there. Yep. Yeah, they I even, would. they had to justify putting 2B in heels. Saying that, like, the combat style she uses, it gives her a point of rotation to do certain moves. I'm like, all right, fine, whatever, all right. It's just an excuse. It's an excuse. It's 100% an excuse. That's why she's dressed goth lolly to go on a mission to destroy the world or save the world. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Fusion, it's a great game. Never got a chance to play it. You should. I played it way too many times as a kid. Like, over 70 times played through. Has a lot of times. Yeah. Did you ever get the fastest time to get all the the thing? I was never worried about like speed running or anything. I just always like playing, just playing through it. Ah. I did hundred percent at once, and just to say I did, but that's that's about it. I never really played a Metroid game. They're great, man. You play you play Castlevania, right? Not really. No. Oh, well. I played a, like a a little bit of like 
Super Metroid on a legal and legitimate copy of the game. Nobody can hear what you're saying when you do that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They're yeah. You. I mean, I know what I know what the Metroids are, and I know what the I've I've seen them played and touched a couple, but I've never like did a deep dive. In Super Metroid was known for kind of pioneering that genre of just they throw you into a world and you just gotta figure out what it, what's happening. It's just like an that. open world thing. That you <laughs> you get a power up to let you go to another place. Like you're you're so, you're hard locked from yeah. other, from places until you get like the morph ball and stuff. It 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 was pretty pioneering for that. And like Super Metroid was like the perfection of of that, and holds up to this day. Yeah, really. good platformer. Yeah, yeah, I liked a little bit. I played of it. I just kind of tapped out of it though. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's not for everybody. But I played that, and then I started playing Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild because I was heavily burned out in open world games. Did not want to play them, and now I've kind of got that fatigue away, and I started playing it, and I'm glad I picked it up because it's it's so far it's good. I haven't got off of Tutorial Island yet, but yeah, it's good. I I uh, I'm enjoying the what little I played of it so far, maybe like an hour. Yep, that, that it's uh it's really neat. Whatever you do on there is just always rewarding, and uh, always feels like you're learning something and getting something out of there, hmm. depending on if you go fast or slow, and. Uh, yeah, especially with the sequel to that coming out, uh, that's pretty hype. If I hadn't already gotten every shrine in there, I'd be probably doing that still. Hmm. But uh, yeah, did you get all eight hundred? The the no. Okay, I, uh, love, I didn't get the corks. I love the ancient cyber tech looking stuff everywhere. Yeah, that's so cool to me. That's a big favorite of mine. Yeah, I don't know what it is about that. I just kind of strikes my fancy. It's great. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much all I've done. Besides the stuff that we've done together that we'll probably talk about. Yeah, we'll talk about next. Yeah. yeah. Do it now. Hey. Do it now. Wait, why, why wait? Do yep. it now. Do it now. Do it now. Hey, hey guys, what hey, have we wait. all played together? Hey, Kyle, remember that one time we played some Porch Hammer? I remember that one time we played Porch Hammer. It, it was, was, a, it was, it was a, a good time. It was some, it was some <laughs> Imperial Knights versus some, some bugs. I love that we made like a, a whole fluff about we, it. We forged the narrative, if you will. Oh. Oh. Shouting out a certain peeps. Boo. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> but we, we just kind of like, okay, I, I, I don't know. Just out of nowhere, we're like, you know what? That's an STC, and, you know, my, my night lance here is, you know. Well, you kept saying STC, and I actually don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. So. And I doubt oh God. some of our listeners might not know. So. Okay. Quick, quick. Uh, Warhammer 40k lore explanation. Rainy, go into sleep mode. <laughs> I'm there already. I'm watching a video All about right. a couple waxing their nose. Alright. So, <laughs> during the dark age of technology, there's a big old warp storm. And all of human technology were stored in these things called STCs. There are programs that could, like, run and fabricate everything from, like, a kitchen knife to an imperial knight. So whenever whenever the warp storms happened and humanity got all like separated before the the great crusade like these valuable STCs were lost on colonies that were swallowed by warp storms so that's why the the Deathus Mechanicus is all about like reclaiming lost um lost uh, knowledge and technology okay. what they were what were they were claiming are these STC standard template something. oh okay yeah standard template construct yeah all right. Okay, I, I, I know what this is. Okay, that's basically what they are. Okay. They're they're the MacGuffin. Yeah. 
Yeah, everything that would be invented has been invented. No more inventing. We gotta go find everything. Unless your Belisarius call. No, he found all that. Mm. He, yeah, mm. legitimately found all that. There's mm. no Mars. Legitimately drain. found. You're the one who <laughs> should be doing this. You're the one who's on his team. <laughs> I love him though. Right. His Belisarius. Hey, you want to get in close combat with me? You're dead. Right. You'd be. He's a fucking nerd that's gonna beat you up. <laughs> Right. <laughs> all my nerds are pretty good at beating people up. Yeah. You got all those arms for the extra beating people up. But yeah, yeah. It was we just set game. it up randomly. We put through some terrain down. We drew like random setup cards and stuff and it we was did, like a spearhead uh, setup, wasn't it? It was spear it was spearhead, but the points were touching, so there yeah. wasn't a like a no man zone. Mm. So we did um open war, which is a deck of cards you can just pre generate a mission for you. And we played points. Or not points, power level. Dude. I don't know why the fuck we ever thought it was a good idea playing points. I will never play points again unless yeah. I'm going to a tournament. It's it's just so fast to set it up. It's like, hey, here's a hundred power level. Okay, Do these something. sides are basically equal. Like I think my side was a little bit. I think you had more like powerful three, three points less than me, but yeah, we we set it up like that, and then we just like started randomly coming up with a narrative for ourselves. Like, all right, we're on a forge world. And I'm the Tyranids, I'm like the, the, the big massacre bug things, and I'm coming down and I'm trying to take this, this tank thing. Of what you said, the, it was the SEC. Yeah, it was and the we tank, just the little, little, little Tyranid dude inside of it. From yeah. From that pre-painted, like, scatter terrain you got that one time. The, the Windows logo. Gene Steeler in a tank. Oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's where those went. Huh, yeah. I thought I lost those. Yeah, and like, while the Tyranids were assaulting the planet, they, they really wanted to get this thing. And make sure it didn't get back into the, the Adeptus Mechanicus' hands, and the, the the knights were sent in to defend the position. And it was real cool because it was like a spearhead against a spearhead. Yeah, you had your knight gallant dude with like his chainsword arm right up against the the Tyranid swarm, and then first turn they swarmed the the knight dude, took him down, and we kept all the pieces of the knights on the field as like rubble. Yeah, as they got destroyed. Yeah. So seventh edition where vehicles didn't remove, and we also played seventh edition. Uh, buildings because there's a full constructed building on one corner of the map that that kyle threw some dudes in and i was like okay that vehicle that's a building you can disembark from it and it's open top so you can shoot out of it it has 10 hit points hmm. i love that ruling that was so and, cool and if it blows up we'll roll and anybody inside on a roll of one will just remove yeah because you could just shoot the building with the giant knights and just collapse it on the people that are inside it makes so much more sense yeah that's because yep. that would have been a strat that would have been a legitimate strategy in seventh yeah because we can just do that. I mean, like, I don't know why we haven't here, been just, I, like... Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, 8th edition's fine and all, but when you add, like, okay, things stay on the board when they die instead of disappearing, and these runes have these special rules because of this MacGuffin reason, okay. I had no experience with any edition before 8th, so I, I didn't have anything to compare it to, but those two alone just seemed like such good ideas. Yeah. It just makes it so much more fluffy. Yeah, it's, um... It, I don't know. I'm never a fan of taking away mechanics for the sake of simplicity. Yeah, and they took and away a lot of mechanics this edition if you're not familiar with it. It's a very common thing. Like, you're... To take it in a totally different direction and off-topic for a second, let's talk about fighting games for here. So you have, like, Blaze Blue, Continuum Shift, whatever one you want to pick. I'm picking that one. If you press light, 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 your guy is going to do light, 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 light. He's only ever going to do a light when you press the light button. But you get into cross-tag battle or DBZ fighters or guilty gear even, 
and you press light, 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 he goes into an auto combo. I don't want to do an auto combo. I want to do my other people to have auto combos. I want to have that complexity of I have to know how to do this. I don't want to have the free mash button to get you to do that. But they're doing that with a lot of fighting games because it makes it easier for people to get in. And it's uh, the way Blaze Blue handled it, specifically with that one, is you had normal and stylish mode. Turn on stylish mode, now you got auto combos. Turn off stylish mode, and you're good. And people argue, yeah, whatever, you do the auto combo, it's not safe on block. And uh, stuff like that, where you're not plus, where somebody, if they block it, they can just counter and get you. So, there is still tech there, but you can make a fighting game with one button. They've already proven that with, like, dive kick and stuff like that. Did I ever tell you, this is really off topic, but I think I was listening to R.I.P., Super Best Friends podcast, and there was this hundred button fighter that every time you played it, all the buttons did something different. Whoa. You had to play it on a keyboard, I imagine? I think it was just his own, like, rig. It was his own, like, goofy thing at some convention. Like, one of those things that they take to conventions. Like, I don't think you could go out and buy the setup. No, not a hundred buttons. I don't know how you would ever figure anything out, like, unless you just, like, start tapping from the top. That's left basically what the down. matches were. <laughs> like, that's too much. That, that's somebody took the... I think that's a bit. <laughs> the opposite just extreme of what I was saying and made it that, so... But that's a really good analogy for for 7th to 8th edition. That's how I feel. And, like, while those are still perfectly serviceable and still perfectly competitive, like, it it really doesn't lose anything at a point. You can still do what you want to do and look cool doing it. I just feel like... From a business perspective, though, if from what I heard about 7th, with how horribly complex it was and how scattered all the information was in order to play it was... It was impossible for people to join. Like, whenever I first got interested in it and started to read up stuff about Seventh, that actually drove me away from Seventh. Like, they're just not getting people to play it just because of the complexity. It might be nice for the people that are already in it to have such a deep game, but they're not going to get new customers. They're not going to get new people to play the games. The stores aren't going to have new faces. It just is going to stagnate. Yeah. That, I get it. Because you have to understand, you gotta, be able to sell your game in order for people to play your game. Yeah, and that's why they did the whole marketing with 8th edition, like, here, buy your first Space Marines. Here, we'll give you a paint kit and everything. These are easy builds. You put them together, one, two dudes, mm-hmm. just pegs, no glue. Everything's already a primed in a color for you, for your convenience. They're trying to get people hooked in. Mm. And, yeah, I don't think you'll ever have them go back to something so complicated because yeah. it's it was too much. I wish I would have brought out, like, an edition, like, maybe an in-between edition that has more of the complexities of 7th, like, vehicle facings, like a more realistic, well, as realistic as futuristic space soldiers fighting futuristic space bugs can be, hmm. but, like, a, a system where it's, like, because 8th does do a lot of good streamlining, but also I miss vehicle facings, mounting and dismounting buildings, I miss uh, having weapons destroyed on on vehicles. Yep. Like, the degrading profile is great, but it would have been better if it was, like, every time it degrades, you roll. Oh, no, you lost your main gun. Yep. Like Good that luck was... now. He's like, now you've got a dude who, or like, your land raider has no guns, so guess what? You're tank shocking with that thing and hoping it blows up. Tank shocking <laughs> was fun. 
Yeah. Oh, um, what was it? Relentless advance. Whenever you um, sweeping advance. Whenever you yeah, sweeping advance. I don't know why they took really sweeping advance out down was on that? combat. So whenever you're in combat with somebody and they fail morale, specifically you, you, they're gone. Oh, hmm. they just they break, and your forces are just assumed to have cut them down. Oh, cool. As so, they tried to run away, they just their morale was dead. Um, it couldn't, it either couldn't happen if you had a character, which speaking of characters, challenges, yeah, issuing I, a challenge to the other enemy character so in the good. squad and being like, we duel for this fight. And, and that nope. like gave a huge bonus to sweeping advance. If you took out the other character, that's cool. The odds are that the other dudes just stood back hmm. and let these fools duel it out. Huh. Oh, that it was so cinematic and so cool, right? See, there's there's not a competitive there. thing at all because yeah. you know you get your certain good punchy characters. Yeah, well, that's with people running the character who's unkillable. Yeah, They'd characters attached to units too. They weren't like out in the open. Hmm. Yeah, it was a completely different game. It a hundred percent was more complicated, but I feel like people who look for complexity in games. Like, looking to play that Leaving Earth game, because that's a super complex yeah. game or something like that, I would appreciate it, you know, to to a point. Yeah. So, it, I don't know, I don't even know if I can make any further points on this without repeating myself. I don't know, but, the, uh, whole, the whole comparing it to fighting games, though, really puts it in, in a good perspective. Yeah. But yeah, but we did play... Uh, some Warhammer. We could always incorporate more seventh edition stuff into our Porch Hammer games, cause who gives a fuck? We're not, <laughs> we're not like, yeah. you know, playing in a tournament. Exactly. I'd, I'd be a Tournaments fun. really yeah. burnt me out on eighth edition though. Mm-hmm. Cause I was, I was thinking that this would be the edition I'd start like, you know, going to tournaments and seeing how I feel about competitive play. Me not being a competitive person doing this probably should have been a sign that this wasn't going to work out, but. Yeah. I, I do like the narrative play way more than yeah. the narrative aspect. Instead of, I, I like taking a dumb list that, you know, is dumb, but is dumb for a reason rather than taking a dick smashing list just to win. Yeah. Like, no, I don't want to take my big knight and take these 30 imperial guardsmen because that gives me some sort of synergy. Why are they fighting together? What's the narrative there? Who are these dudes and why are they with these knights? Yeah. Well, the Tyranids, like, you know, a way more competitive list would be to take a horde of like 200 tiny bugs but, but i don't want to bend over a table for <laughs> for three hours m- moving 200 tiny models nine inches every time it's my turn i just don't want to do that i take like 16 big monster kaiju bugs and, and that's how i want to play my game and they blew up my four big punchy robots yeah it was it was good it was thematic it's a good fight it was a great game yeah uh we being you uh you guys and me, Sans Ritter, played um Raccoon Tycoon. 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 How'd you guys feel about Raccoon Tycoon? Suddenly. I from, liked it. from nowhere. Out of nowhere. Hello, it's me. From the ether. I'm back. I it's watched raining. that video that guy got hurt trying to wax the inside of his nose. What? Uh <laughs> what? I'm back. This I'm is back. The podcast though. of what? Wait. Don't worry. <laughs> the what cast. Don't worry about it. Hey. We played Raccoon Tycoon. It was a lot of fun. The artwork was really fantastic. Yeah. It was like old Victorian style artwork, but it was animals in like the fancy clothes. Uh, there was one of a really fat cat dressed in like a, a really fancy suit, kind of like a Xerophel. 
from Good Omens. It was really good, and I want to get a custom portrait of my fat mm-hmm. cat in that outfit as well. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's all the time I have today. I'm so, sorry. I have to go. So what um, Raccoon Tycoon is, it's a really quick one action per turn game. It's a Euro game. You're trying to get the most points at the end of the game. But uh, it's got a fluctuating economy. It's got a couple ways to make points, but its biggest thing is it's an economy game, yes, but money is completely worthless. It does not give you points at the end of the game unless you have certain buildings that break the rules and let it, lets it be points at the end of the game. It's good. Yep. Maybe it was just the one game that I played of it, but that what you just said there, that buildings let you break the rules of the game, is how I experienced it. It is. The, those are That's, rule breaks. Right. It's such a different game uh, with a certain building in play. And I say this because I had a building that was an auction house. And normally on your turn, you got your, like, one or two actions. It Potentially, uh, if you lose an auction, you can do another action. Uh, whereas you'll play a card, and it'll drive up the prices of some things, let you pick up certain other things. You can sell things instead of doing that. You could buy a building... Or you could start an auction. Well, I had a building that every time an auction happened, regardless of if I won or lost, I got five bucks off it. So, I put up a thing for its base value and say, here you go. Somebody take it. And they will either let me have it for the base price, which was usually less than five dollars, or it would start people fighting and they would lose money, and no matter what, I was going to get $5. And if I didn't win the auction, i just put up another one and keep getting $5 every time. So I had that building this game. Yeah. I didn't do that strategy at all. Why? Because <laughs> it, it like it's a great it, thing. Well, you're giving points out to your opponents because the railroads work on if you there's a set, uh, raccoons, dogs, cats, etc. But the more railroads of a certain kind you get the more points that railroad's worth at the end of the game. Right. So you're doing that, you're just giving people free points for $5. I can also see the fact that uh, whenever I was playing it, I got the idea that I didn't want to put something up for auction on my turn because that was a turn of mine wasted not generating resources. I was waiting for other people to put up the, the things for auction and waste their turn and not getting any resources on their turn just to put up the thing for auction, and then I could just bid on it on their turn. Yep. Well, if you lose the auction, you still get to play your card. You don't lose any resources. What do you mean? If you say you put up a thing for $2 and somebody else buys it, you still get to play your card. No, you don't. Your turn's over. That's your only action for that turn. Well, I mean, if you lose the auction, you get to play another turn. Oh, no, we, we didn't play that way. We, get oh. we didn't you do that. You told us that was it. Oh, my bad. No, that's why I didn't put up anything. Oh, my God. Well, Dan told no, us that's the turn why was it's over. it's such a good thing to go like, I put this up for auction. This one, 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 this one. Because you can do that ad infinitum until really? it eventually, until you eventually win an auction. And by that time, everybody's burned themselves out fighing. I feel like that you can is... Throw a thing. We have been lied to. No, I know. I know I told you guys that you could keep going if you didn't sell. I feel like there's over. an FAQ I against know. the infinite you auction thing. Well, it's not wrong. infinite because eventually you will win an auction. Well, once everybody or runs out of money, but that's essentially infinite. But, but you'll also end the game point, without scoring points, though, because money is worthless other than the couple of railroads that you might have picked up. But as soon as somebody starts doing that, they'll realize, okay, well, well this here's some garbage railroads for you. Five as well you're not going to make anything off of. Mm-hmm. Like the big stuff that's worth, like uh, the dogs and raccoons 
and something else is what I went for. I eventually had all the raccoons doing this strategy. Mm. I only went for big names and just I would lose a few auctions and then sell some stuff and get some money for if somebody else decided to put up an auction. Hmm. But you also got to watch because they putting it up. They don't want to do it anymore because now they're just giving you five bucks for no reason. Yeah. So it's a yeah. really neat way of doing it. But yeah, having you don't lose your action. You mm. absolutely yeah, we'll have to, get to, we'll buy to play stuff. that next. Yeah. Right next time. I like, do want to play the game again though. It seems real fun. It, it does. There's there's games like the only other game I played that had a flooding resource market like that one does was Power Grid. Yeah, fluctuating yeah. uh resource uh supply and demand kind of balancing in a game is always enjoyable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus the, the the buildings giving you all those cool powers. Uh yeah. Homebound Jesus was playing with us and he went heavy building route. Like he had like fifteen to twenty. Well, he had more building. than fifteen buildings. He had a lot of buildings. We actually he went through all 20. the buildings in our yeah. game. And he had like 90% of them. Because if you don't do auctions, you will prolong this game. Hmm. That was my other strat, was I want to get this game through as fast as possible and get the high point stuff and get out. Hmm. No, it was insane. He had like so many bonuses and stuff he was doing from all those cards. You're always just going to get more. The game doesn't end when the deck is out, so you have to auction eventually. Or is it... By towns. I don't know if it ends when you buy towns. It ends whenever either towns or railroads are out. You right. can't refresh. So you could go with a highly uh, production-based group and just buy towns. Yeah, that's still. how we uh, ended the game, actually. We ran out of towns. Yeah. Yeah, we ended it with auctions. I don't know. Towns just seem like a better bang for your cash than than railroads. You got to get matching sets. You got to play the game. Yeah, Dan, I think, was like only two points behind who won. Yeah. Who. Mm-hmm. And he was doing like the heavy town thing. I was one point, and if I had two more wood, I would have won. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I had a lot I of fun it with was it. Neat. I didn't think it was a must buy for me, as I said. It's but, just yeah. it's a quick pull it out if we have like a forty five ten hour said. free. Doesn't it's not hard at all to teach. It's you know good, what I liked more was modern art. Did you like modern art? Modern art, I love that I one. I felt like modern art was more fun. I'm surprised. I'm actually really surprised. I don't know if you'd like the auction thing or not. Yeah, I think that that's an interesting. Um, Take on it. I felt like it, it it did auctions better because you had so many variant auctions. Yeah, could just combine and have variant auctions on the railroads and art. Just combine all the games together. Yeah, we're selling this piece of art with this lovely cat. Two dollars. Do I hear two dollars? Hidden price. Name your price. That would be the thing. Is you put up an auction for a certain railroad, but you use a rule from a modern art oh, card. That would like, be fun. Like the raccoons are all hidden, and like uh, the cats are. Um, you just have a pile of like the modern art cards, and whatever you flip off the top is what. That's what kind of auction you're doing. Yeah, oh, that'd be a neat way to play. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. So yeah, the I think that would be the the one go around. The one go around would be tough. Would be a trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then you know somebody's going to try and raise that price. So yeah. that if it's a set that you need. They're gonna be like, yeah, hundred dollars for it. Pay it. <laughs> Do it. Good. Did you did you sell a whole bunch of resources last turn? Nope. Yeah. Okay. I never have more than like twenty bucks in that game. In Raccoon what? Tycoon. Yeah. Raccoon or, Tycoon. Huh. You want to have a bit of an economy, and I think that was so. Like whatever. when we were playing over the next leading with tons of money. Well, what I was doing was just generating resources, trading in one, trading in whatever I need, get a town. Resources town, resources town. Yeah, and maybe, that was legit. Maybe, maybe generate a little bit of money for a couple buildings that help out my secret objective or whatever. Yeah, like I had the coal mine, I think, at a point. Yeah, because I had the the coal baron victory card was like a point for every. 
See, I thought they were real generic missions when I first got... There were a few things that I didn't realize that are useful to know going in. Is the one is that the towns are in a certain order? Yeah, there's it's twos and then threes and fours and fives. The buildings are in a certain order, at least certain starting buildings. The, will the starting be ones will always be like get one more resource whenever you take a produ- production action. I feel like you can make much more educated decisions in the game knowing the few base like how it's going to set up rules. Uh, the other one being the missions. I got two cards, and one was have most railroads, and the other was have most buildings. And I instantly thought that was the red cards and the green cards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I messed up. I would have had, I think, two more points than you did if I'd have bought buildings, but then I'd been spending money on buildings and not auctions, so, you know, who knows? I mean, you generate so much money with that anyways. Just people will naturally put up auctions and just collect the five bucks, don't even participate. Yeah, I feel like... You know, buy buildings. Yeah. It's a really easy game to teach. I feel like I'd want to get it and play with my folks because I feel like I could actually teach it to them. Next time you're going down to your folks, just let me know. It was like a, it was a dirt cheap game too. It was like 35 bucks. That's what really sold it to me. Yeah, yeah. Surprising with the good art. Mm hmm. And like the, the, the paper money that's laminated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And all the components are great. It's really nice. Mm -hmm. The big giant raccoon meeple that's like, the yeah, size of a so small cat. For no reason. For no reason. It's just like no modern purpose. art has a gavel for no reason. The gavel yeah, serves a purpose nice. in modern art, though. You can slam it against things. You can. Yeah. Uh, I like the gavel. What else did we play together? We played Clink in Space after our last recording. Yeah. I liked it, but we had no energy. We did not. Did not. We, were destro- we were destroyed by the breakfast. Dead. Yep. And entertaining you f- fine folks at home or at work or in the car or wherever you be. I don't know. Maybe on the toilet. I don't know. Don't listen to us. Well, I can't. I, I don't want to tell you what to do Please with your life. Please listen to us. <laughs> I was going to say don't listen to us on the can, but you do you. Yeah, hey, you do whatever you want. You do you. People got busy lives. Might be the only time they have yeah. to listen to us. So Clink is one of those games that's really hard to look around the table and have an idea how everybody's doing. Impossible even, because everything's yeah. hidden in a deck. Yep. Every. Well, I mean, you can like kind of pay attention if somebody's like, and we play Clank in space, so uh, there were jewels in in the regular Clank, but in Clank in space, they're prisoners. Where you buy these cards, you have to play them whenever they come up, and they have a negative effect, but they're worth a lot of points at the end of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to tell how many secret tomes someone has too. I thought Kyle only had like two, but then he ended up having like five or something, and that really threw me off. Yeah, hard to keep track of. But. I I haven't really understood how to make an engine in that yet, but I've mm. only played the twice. Mm. I played Clank once and then Space once. I in regular do. Clank, it is all about not getting Clank. That's like, all I care about. That's what I always go for is getting those negative Clank takers as yep. soon as possible. And you always win. And I tried I that strategy with playing these three games throughout the week, and uh, the both games I did that, I won. And the mm-hmm. one game that I took a bunch of Clank and took a lot of risks and stuff, I was very close to beating everybody else. But, it, I mean, there is that, that chance that you won't get all the way out and get those extra points. Exactly. So you are taking a risk with that. But Space seemed like it had such a way to mitigate it. Mm-hmm. Space like, does. It seemed like there were way more heals. There yeah. are so many more heals. never in danger of dying. Exactly. Yeah, not even once. Was. And I did not take... Well, I didn't take any risks either, but mm. still, like... To be fair, though, we had the health clinic side, and if you flip it to the other side, it's like a... It doesn't have any heals yeah. on it at all. Uh, so, those, like a beginner or not bored. The cards themselves chose, also have more heals. They're all like module, all the pieces, except for that starting area with the, the escape pods. Mm-hmm. Like the three mm-hmm. other parts of the ship. Which yeah. is decided. a thing I, I enjoy a lot about Clank and Space over the regular Clank, that it has the four modular pieces that you can assemble in different ways to 
make the game change up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I really enjoy that. <sighs> that was Clank in Space. Very enjoyable game. Mm-hmm. Uh, adds a lot of different stuff than the original Clank, but it's still the same fundamental game. So it's really enjoyable to play, especially if you like Clank. There's no way you're not going to like Clank in Space. There's some new stuff to learn, but overall, it's just, I mean, it's a really good game. It's a great deck builder. It's my favorite deck builder out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it more than, what's that one? Is Dominion the deck builder you guys always yep. talk about? I like Dominion. I hated it. I'm going to be Home, real. S- hated it. Homebound hated Jesus Dominion. is a real big fan of Dominion. Oh, I hated it. I played it, and I was like, you the whole time, the I was just like, this game's dumb. Have you ever played Dominion? Yeah, hmm? you Didn't have. Like it. I have Haven't never. You? I've never played really? it. online? No. I have a copy of it. I mean, Randy's not gonna play with us. I will. I will, uh, I will watch. It's uh, just yeah. the, the. It is the first deck builder that came out. Yeah. It's a generic deck yeah. builder. I I praise it for being the game that started a genre that I really enjoy, but the game itself I did not like. There's a reason that it was the starter and not the finisher because it had a lot of stuff that needed to be improved in it. I get kind of a talisman vibe from it. I don't know if that'll make any sense. It makes some sense, yeah. Talisman, it's impossible to do well at if it's just not going well for you. (laughs) It's just not going to go well. You will miss six turns in a row for no fault of your own. It just will happen. And I feel like Dominion, uh, depending on the setup you can get, because there's like random setups for what cards will be available for buy, uh, you can get a bad setup, uh, but, but you can also not. There's a way to play it online that I've done before that works pretty well. have okay. played it with the Richard Nixons. The oh, Richard guess. Nixons. Yeah. As you do. Yeah, you as know. you do. Well, I, I uh, real bit. quick, I feel oh. like we've never addressed this. I just want to make one footnote. We call him Richard Nixon for another reason. We do not condone or enjoy the actions of the actual Richard Nixon. <laughs> I we love feel like Richard that. Nixon. I feel like he's still alive. alive. No, but I feel like it's super important that we just kind of. Uh, How are real- we playing? Board games. No, no, no. With a dead it's president. Not, it's not that. I don't want people to think we call him Richard Nixon as a term of endearment because we like Richard Nixon. I don't think anybody thinks that. Okay. No. I just want to make a quick footnote. No, um, uh, I actually second. like Richard Nixon. I like clearly winning don't beat elections. You up, you nerd. But then having my guys make sure my election is won even more hard. And I like, um, I like, I like Vietnam. I Don't like... make me beat you up. Don't make me destroy you. <laughs> I do enjoy I'm gonna my water pick you out onto the I think after a certain up. point when you say a president's name, it's just like, oh, it's a president. You don't really, at least I don't associate anything the president did. Because before, like, 2008, all presidents were garbage. I want you to know that the gay community is still real, real sore well, over Richard Nixon. He so did bad. I just wanted Lyndon to... Johnson also did bad. <laughs> I just they wanted had to the throw op- out that footnote. They had the, the power to, you know, stop the whole AIDS crisis, and they, they did. didn't. Instead, they exacerbated it. I think, okay, whenever we talk about presidents, just, it always, it, they're garbage. They're yeah, just garbage. Yeah, it holds a and negative connotation to it always. slaves, for goodness sakes. Yeah, both yeah. of them. Uh, most of them did. They're all pretty bad, yeah, but I we, did just want to throw that out, that uh, the guy we're talking about is in no way anything like Richard Nixon. We do not call him that because he is similar to Richard Nixon in any way. Uh, we do not condone Richard Nixon. He's exactly like Richard uh, Nixon, though. He looks not, so much like Richard Nixon. He doesn't Nixon. sound like Richard like Nixon. Nixon. In fact, I think... He likes it, basketball you ever, and <laughs> music just like Richard Nixon did. <laughs> he goes, Agnew! Because <laughs> he's uh, And wrestling. He likes but, basketball, yeah. rap, and wrestling. Yeah. And, those, are and, the, those are his three big favorites. Of course. I kind of want to have him on the cast sometime. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think he'd be a barrel of laughs. 
He'll be. It's just me, but smarter and more well spoken. Very big board gamer. Very big board gamer. I'd fight him. Kyle has a physics degree. That means nothing. (laughs) Hey, Kyle, do some orbits. How do orbits happen? Uh, Newton. (laughs) 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 Wait, no, no, Kepler. Kepler. Ah! (laughs) Oh, God. No, I just wanted to throw that out there. I thought about it, as you said, Richard Nixon, because I was thinking about all the other nicknames we have, and they actually say something about the person, and the nickname for Richard Nixon does not. It's just uh, a joke or whatever. So um, I thought thought I'd just make a little footnote real quick. I always call him Die Man. He went by that for a while. (laughs) He did go by Die Man. Die Man? we, We can't say Die Man Dad. We could say Knops for for yeah. R- Richard Nixon the second. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. there, yeah. There you go. What? You don't have to change the nickname. It's fine. I've no, made. The, no. I've already made the disclaimer. No, it's already too late. Richard Nixon but I made the problem by Dirkley. Yeah, that's right. Dirkley. I did I thought, this disclaimer for nothing. I thought Brimley's, but no, that's the other one. That's, that's uh, the man with the magnetic hands. The mm. magnetic hands. Yeah, mm. Brimles. Brimles. I don't know how to pronounce that still, or how Brimles. I got that name. It is Brimley's. Brimley's. Yeah. Okay. That's right. You is know. that a thing? You know the lore. I know. Probably. I know a thing. Connor's lore. He knows a I thing or two. I know two. a thing or two of Magnet Hands. Magnet Man. Magnet Hands the, the Terrible. <laughs> right. The terrible. Oh. oh, what'd he do? That's that. That's just his title. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be bad to get that title. It just yeah. happens. Yeah. It's just right. a... Magnet Hands the Terrific. How about that? Oh. Oh. The Fantastic. <laughs> the Man of Many Talents. Very yes. many. Oh. Parlor like, tricks, he's got them down. He's got them. Any, if you need a bar trick, there you go. If you need a religious major, there you go. Yeah. Magnet hands the dexterous. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Dexterity high on that. I don't know if we gave him a, a character sheet in college, because like all, all of our buddies in college, we had like character sheets of each person with yeah. all their like character traits Nerd. and stuff. And as we did things, we would like upgrade the scores and decrease the scores. Like I set something on fire accidentally in our dorm, <laughs> and my wisdom went down a little bit. <laughs> So yeah, that doesn't surprise me though. Yeah, so, so stuff like that. Uh, I mean, fire—you can't predict it. It just no. comes out of nowhere. It's like I'm here. I'm a fire. Yeah, right. but what wisdom are dictates you, that you don't. For my Carly. What? what? Excuse me. That's a joke. Whoosh. Someone out there might get. Not us though. Not us. That was the sound of me winking at you, viewer. But seriously, Scrappy Doo. <laughs> fuck him. That all, all comes full circle. All yeah, comes back to how really bad Scrappy here is. Even a Segway couldn't Scrappy Doo. <laughs> even a Segway couldn't redeem Scrappy Doo. No, uh, Segway. Oh no, that I'm was not a, actually Segwaying anything. I just attempt. wanted a sad attempt to get the Segway bit in. You know what? What? Anybody got anybody got anything else? Uh, me? No. You? No. Nope. No, not no. I, good sir. I think that was a podcast. Oh man, Are you sure it's it was? a podcast. We checked off all the boxes. We did check off. The Go boxes. watch Golden Girls. It's free on Hulu. Watch Golden Girls. Except you have to pay for Hulu, so it's not really free. Watch, watch our boys on the uh, the Fixers Inc. podcast. Watch they fix yes. things specifically. Watch, watch them. them. Watch, their, watch, watch their audio waveforms. <laughs> watch uh, Fixers Inc. Fixers comma Inc. I guess you could also probably put Fixers Incorporated if you're a fucking nerd and you'd get it. Maybe, but Whoa. they're on a. Uh, there are on places where you, you, places you know where we're at. You know yeah, where they're at. You know where we're at. I think. Uh, I think. I think we could fight them, though. I think we could beat them up. You think you could beat them up? I don't think yeah, I could beat them up. I think combined our podcast could beat up their podcast. Oh, take them. We need to. Yeah, but we got two bruisers over there. It's just going to be Kyle and Ritter fighting while we sit back going. Good job, Fisticuffs. 
I'm the bard. I'm not your buddy pal. I'm not your buddy guy. I'm not your pal, buddy. You know who else we haven't shut out in a I'm not your guy, pal. The duck detective. The guy oh, who made yeah. our Muzaks. Duck Detective. Oh, right. uh, he's That's out important. there. It is a um, it's a Reddit username. I feel like we never actually verbally shouted him out. We just put it in the description. But uh, that cool little intro and outro you hear is uh, by r slash or u slash Duck Detective. Because spelled Reddit's how it hard. sounds, it's a detective but with duck. And uh, he made this so graciously, our music, and it is very lovely, very sweet, very chimey. I very much enjoy it. He worked hard on it, did a really good job. He's a good boy. He's and he a- uh, actually takes commissions, too. So if you're looking for some kind of music or cool bop for anything, you know, hit up uh, hit him up on Reddit. He's out there. He's out there. So is out there, there a difference between when a track bops or slaps or rips? No, I think it's all, I think it's all kind of like, just depends on, like, the time of when that was a cool, right now, calling stuff a bop is a cool thing to say. This shit slaps was probably more a couple years ago cool, but right now it's like, oh man, this shit is a bop. This is a bop right here. Because it is always described as like hitting something. (laughs) Yeah. It's like rip. Or slap. Because it hits you with how cool it is. Have you heard heat rocks? The term heat rocks? No, what? Maybe. Igneous rocks? Though, in, in terms of, that's a fire track, that's a real heat rock. No. no. What the nope. hell? Okay. What are you that sounds Me neither. I've bad. never heard that either. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. I almost got you guys with my new bit to gaslight you with. Ha ah. ha And this, this is a heat rock. Ha ah. Okay. Is that, what? Is that I heard it used somewhere, oh probably a commercial for a show or something. I don't know. Rainy, quick, what's an igneous rock? It's spicy. <laughs> no. <laughs> you like rocks and you spicy can't rock. tell me a specific igneous rock? It's spicy rock. <laughs> I mean, is lava the spiciest of rocks, though? Yeah. I thought you would know. I she don't only know. likes the, the shiny rocks, man. She didn't oh. like pumice. Okay. Yeah, it's pumice is one. There I you have go. a piece of pumice, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Spicy rock. Right. Like that rock, rock spicy. Man, that track's pumice is all get out, man. <laughs> and that track is going to remove so many dead skin cells from my feet. It's pumice igneous, is so it's too fire. Weird yeah, it's of a name. Right. It is. I don't like it. It oh, makes me think of We're really bad at, at shout outs and, and ending podcasts. We are. We're sorry about that. All right. Uh, I wanted to shout out another podcast, the Buddy Talk podcast. They're kind of local to us, kind of in the Pittsburgh area. They do a similar podcast to what we do. But they're Ziffler? all under 25, and it makes you feel old when you listen to them. I'm under 25. Ooh. It makes me old whenever you talk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. Oh, I'm stop it. Word spoken Mr. Dan ages. Oh. oh, he's aging before oh. our eyes. And Dan's oh, no. health bar went down a lot during this podcast. <laughs> Hello, this is Dan from Tabletop. We're going to have to keep a recording of this so that when you do eventually become Deckard Kane, you can be like, <laughs> I'm Deckard <laughs> <laughs> I'm Deckard Kane. Stay a while and listen. I can't believe you called people under 25 babies. I'm, All right, you'll I'm understand. I hang out with you every day. You'll understand. It's only We're five in a group years. Chat. It's enough. It's enough. Six here I soon. Five years. Wait, is enough no, he's. Man. It's seven years. Eight years or so. I'm twenty three. Oh, okay. I was like, I'm twenty three. <laughs> what? Twenty three on the verge of spontaneous combustion. Woe is me. 
I tried to make like that transition. I tried to transition smoothly <laughs> to Deckard Kane. Nice All right, so I was I'm going to do our, our basic plugs now. You do our basic plugs, you basic uh, plug machine. Oh, well. <laughs> oh God. That was not good. That was a bad. All right, well. Uh, <laughs> not to shoot someone? Oh. Wait, I've never heard plug a shoot. I'll plug Remember you up. Remember that super old Looney Tunes cartoon? What's happening? We're going back to this. <laughs> it was where Bugs Bunny is fighting these two crows. It's like, wait! The crows are Pappy and Elvis. I think this and would Elvis happen. Elvis is the dopey crow, and Pappy is, of course, Elvis is Pappy. Elvis so Pappy sends out Elvis to go get Bugs Bunny, and he's like, Elvis... Go get your pappy like, okay, right pappy, I'm gonna go get a rabbit. And he goes down and he shoots, plugs the uh, rifle in the hole, and Bugs like, "Yeah, what's up, Doc? Here, I'm You gotta give me at least twenty seconds before you shoot that guy." He's like, "Oh, okay, a one, <laughs> two, and he counts real slow. And meanwhile, Bugs Bunny runs a pipe all the way up back to where his pappy's sitting in the chair with his paper. And finally, he's like, "He's like four, and Bugs goes twenty. He's like twenty. He's like, Pepper, I got him. I got the rabbit. He's like, Elvis, you ain't plugging the rabbit. You done plugged your pepper. <laughs> well, that was the audio oh. transcript of Ritter's favorite episode of Bugs Bunny. Uh, anyway. This is a new edition at the end of every podcast from now on. We will have a Looney Tunes transcript. From Ritter. I only know that one and like the one with Yosemite. Don't tell well, you no. better, Save it. You're going to have to save it. You You're better start studying up, episode. man. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so. This has been Table Stop, the podcast with four best friends. Uh, you can find us at tablestopcast at gmail.com. We also have a Tumblr at Table Stop, a Twitter at Table Stop, and we'd love for you to follow our Facebook, which is also Table Stop, and that's where we'll post like information about streams, and we posted when we were having that delay, whenever we had busy schedules that held us up. One day we'll like start that. streaming. One day we won't work yeah. in overtime <laughs> all forever. That, all that important information will be posted on our Facebook. We also are on YouTube now, though it is an episode behind our anchor and all our other stuff. You yeah, can it find is, because you should be listening to this on the podcast players. What are you doing? You got a phone. You yeah. have a phone? Just download a podcast player. We're probably there. We like to see the little I'll views. fight you. Oh, you don't have to fight them. Oh. But uh, <laughs> we also have a subreddit you can follow. Right now it's still only Dan and I, even though Ritter and Kyle have reddits. Do we? And R- Kyle is an admin of the reddit, but he doesn't follow the reddit. I don't follow any It's reddits. at table stop as you well. you strip r slash all? What? You just strip do the r slash Oh, you're saying you don't have reddit. I don't subscribe to any of them. Any? So you're just surfing r slash all? No, I go oh. to specific ones, but I don't have a subscription to them. Oh like, God. I didn't click the little subscribe oh. button. What? What an animal. That did befuddled <laughs> me. Um, anyway, um, geez, uh, Segways. I think that's a bit, pretty much all of it. Uh, please, we still haven't really received any email, so we don't haven't given out that puppy. Hey, there's yet. like, there's that's like fine. a whole seven of you out there. At least one of you has an email account. I know at least one of you does. What do you want at them least, to say? Hey, well, I want them to uh, be like, yo, I'm validating your existence. I want them to talk I'm about sorry. that Scooby-Doo vid- movie with Shaggy and Scooby at the all-girls monster camp. Please email uh, me about it. Tell me which one of the monster girls was your favorite, because for me, it was the little Frankenstein girl. Was she that was the was one so with sweet. the band, the, the, the chick rock band? No, that was an actual episode of Scooby-Doo. Oh. 
Or one of the movies. Either way, it wasn't that one that had all of the Scooby-Doo gang in it. This just has Shaggy in a red shirt and Scooby and maybe maybe Scrappy. Fuck Scrappy. Fuck Scrappy. My, my brain tries to edit Scrappy out of anything he's in, except for that one movie he was the villain in. So I don't entirely remember if Scrappy was there. Please email me your favorite girl. They're your beautiful face. girls. Just scan your face in on a scanner. Yeah, email we'll me, email me you your that face, and I'm going to Photoshop <laughs> it onto my favorite Ritter girl. Ritter wants gene advice, I guess, or sock advice. I do advice. not want any such Give advice. Give some advice on, like, well, how girls like good genes. Not girl, genetics, but good pants. <laughs> Tell them. Uh, anything you want emailed to you, Kyle? Me? Yeah. Mm, no. Email okay. Kyle pictures of... Dogs smoking cigars. Uh, actually, that's you. Uh, email Damn Kyle a picture of corgis because that's his dream dog. Or you can email him pictures of cats, uh, which I will also enjoy. Uh, and Send me fan art of Godzilla. Fan art yeah. of Godzilla because that's all he really cares about. And that's it. Okay, bye.